We're doing this draft this morning. Ken's here. Apparently, Joe didn't make it in. Joe's going to, we'll call him or something like that. I heard I lots of people were coming. Well, you, you heard wrong, apparently. So we're doing this draft. It's fine. I have no problem doing it. But for years, we've been doing this, and it's been a mock draft, essentially. Because after the draft, no one... Stan the fan Charles was the only person that cared about the league afterwards. And so... And now he's out of the league. So there's nobody left that cares. You just draft, and then you're like, right. I promise I'll care. Thank you. Wonderful. So I said the smallest amount of stakes. Smallest. 20 bucks. 10 bucks if we have to. Anything to try to keep people invested. I said to Ken, could you please, please? What, what was my suggestion? Please. What was my suggestion? That you you ve- want to do is some charity thing. That you That's vetoed. Fine. That's fine. You vetoed. But again, because people are going to check out and say, I don't care. You put a little bit of skin in the game. A little bit. Not much. A little bit of skin in the game so that people are at least willing to say, oh, right, there is some money at that. I, maybe I should go. Through the motions of participating. The number of times Jeremy in this league. Jeremy won't do it. No, he's fine. Jeremy's going to do know. whatever. I know. He is. <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy will pay for... Th- Jer- in fact, Jeremy's going to pay for everyone who said they doesn't pay. All right? Sweet. Jeremy will handle that. Thank you, Jeremy. No, you have to pay. No. I've gotten you 100 jobs. You have to pay. Jesus. Are you doing? A, are you working today? I was trying uh, to get you another job. Yeah, no. I, well, so I'm, I'm at the. I'm at one five seven. Well, that week. makes it yes. very difficult. Yeah, makes it very difficult. It's because another job that I got. Yeah, yeah. Griffin can pay. We're all paying. That's the end of it. Now you're gonna handle it. You're not getting out of that. You're gonna handle it. But we're not doing this thing with no stakes anymore. Great. I'm so sick of going to play a game and the other person half of their roster is on IR. I'm sick of it. There's no reason to do this league if we can't get people to at least be invested. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't understand. What do you mean you don't understand? Every you league, like, I'm, every you league like going, I'm in, every league like, I'm in, I'm invested in. Do you like Whether going up against do you, uh, I'm not asking about you. Do you like going up against teams who half of the roster is on, our, on IR and they don't care? As long as I make the playoffs, sure. Oh, for God's sake. I don't like that. Thank you. <laughs> I just can't. This this has conjurer. this been a, has this been a problem? This we has never brought been a it up multiple times. You There's and been I. like two people that Evan and those two people are out. You and I have talked about it, and I finally said, if we're gonna do this as part of the show, we're making it show content this morning. It's at, finally at time not, at nine fifty-five. At finally time, <laughs> I, I believe it or not, I was doing some other things this week. So sorry. God. <laughs> Drafts in ten. Ken's minutes. here. Ken's here. I don't want the number one pick. You well, you to, have it. You want, to, you want to trade? No. Can we trade? No, I love my pick. I don't even know where I'm picking. I have no eighth. interest. In eighth, yeah. I might do something crazy. Who's seventh and nine? I don't know. I don't know. I don't care. Steck is nine. No problem there. <laughs> That's somebody. Steck will check out. Steck tried to get out of the picks league this KO year. KO seven. That could be a problem if he shows up. <laughs> but he did text. But he did get. Back well, there's into ten the bucks in the game. And he's definitely showing. We're doing twenty bucks. Oh, twenty okay. bucks. Okay. Twenty bucks. Hang on a second. Hang on. I'm sending the text. All right. We're doing it. Send a Ken. Send a Ken. Or Jeremy will pay. I'll send Venmo later. Have to pay for everyone else. You're, no, no, we're not, you're not sending it to me. I'm doing it on this thing. But you're not sending the money to me. I understand. Okay, all right. But you said I'll send Venmo later. That, I'll s- my Venmo so oh, people can pay Oh, all right. Well, that's a, different, that's a different thing. All right, that's fine. I may, thought you were sending... 
Venmoing me. I thought that's what you meant. We've I don't es- want you. We've established this. We're good now. You can come bring it down a million. Not okay. We're not a, good. A million. Levels. We're not good. You know why? <laughs> because apparently the staff at Penn State football bets on the games. So we're not good. <laughs> apparently they're heavily involved, not only on the spread, but also on the total. <laughs> what happened? Are you seriously not no, aware? I'm serious, not aware. Penn I'd- State was up 31 15. Got with a minute left. We're still running the ball. They're out of time. With twelve they're, they're backup with in. twelve yes. seconds left, they went empty backfield. Empty backfield with twelve seconds left to try to score another touchdown to both cover the spread and hit the total in the game. I assume they made it. Yes, they got it. I just saw the end. Of and this. it's a very conflicting feeling because one, I am mad. I am mad. Two. I can't believe we started Rita and I started talking about it on the show yesterday, and I was like, "Am I a conspiracy theorist?" And she's like, "No, that's as insane as it gets. You're gonna try to you're gonna risk these guys getting hurt in order to to, to cover the I mean, spread. I mean, I mean, the backups need to practice that. Yeah, great. The backups need to practice. That's what it. I'm I, I'm I'm so glad. I'm so glad that the backups got some practice versus the possibility of that kid, somebody from West Virginia, being pissed off that they're running up the score and taking the kid's ankle out. I'm sure that was worth it. I'm sure it's worth it to do that type of stuff. God. Anyway, I'm not good. But the Orioles won last night. so that's They nice. did. Yeah. I am happy about that. The Orioles won. Uh, hi, it is Glenn Clark Radio. I hope you had a wonderful Labor Day weekend. I, I had an okay one. It looked like you had a good <laughs> one. Mixed, mixed bag. Well, we had a lovely weekend, I guess. We okay. did some things. Looked, it was lovely. Pictures looked lovely. Um, I'll save some off-the-air conversation. Okay. okay. Just Fair things enough. that I don't have any interest in sharing. Um, on the program today, uh, Brian Brzee, of course, Damascus alum and uh, now a rookie with the Saints, first-round pick. He's getting ready for his rookie season. We will check in with him also this morning. Uh, a special announcement. Tyus Bowser will join us to make a very special announcement. I wonder what it could be, considering Pressbox has already made the announcement. Because <laughs> we were not... Uh, but we don't know if it's going to happen until we were, Tyus... We were not simpatico yeah. on the release of said information. <laughs> But that's okay. Tyus Bowser will join us for a very special announcement that could be anything. Um, and also, yes, we will do this draft. And uh, we, it won't be – it'll be conversation-based. And we'll try to have a couple of people involved in the draft uh, check in during the course of the program to discuss uh, how things have gone. I, I have the number one pick, and I don't want it. I have the number one pick, take and I'm not and happy call it a day. Uh, I don't think I'm going to do that. But I might, I'm you, really, I'm honest to God thinking. So I had the number two. You know what's funny is I was ready to, I was completely prepared to eschew Ken's advice in another league. So Ken's advice is to still care desperately about running backs. And I think that's insane, right? So I was prepared. After I had a nice chat with my friend Michael Fabiano from SI, I said, dude, what do you think about that? And he was like, brother, I used to make fun of people that suggested no, zero running backs. There won't be one league where I don't go zero running backs this year. And I said, really? He said, absolutely. Not worth it. The value's in the wide receivers. I, that's where I'm going. And I, that was my theory that I presented to Ken. And Ken was like, no, you just got to have the running backs. So I went into my first draft that, that I care about saying, I'm doing it. I'm going zero running backs. And then I had the number two pick in the draft. <laughs> Jefferson comes off the board. You went Bijan, didn't you? Yeah, I want B. John. <laughs> and I'm sitting there saying to myself, I know I shouldn't take Christian McCaffrey. I know I should just take Jamar Chase and keep things moving. I know I shouldn't. But I couldn't help myself. 
Christian McCaffrey became my number two overall pick. And my top yeah. wide receiver on my team ended up being DJ Moore oh. because when it came back around, I decided to grab Josh Jacobs and Mark Andrews in the second and third rounds. Mm. <sighs> I took Hill last night, number two. Tyreek? Oh, wow. mm-hmm. What's this? What's the sound that I, I hear? I don't care for well. it. What's going on there? It wasn't there to start the show. I don't like it. I don't <laughs> like it, and we got to do something about it. You, you start hitting buttons until yeah. you figure out what it is, and then we go about eradicating the problem and figuring out what's going on, and I'm sick and tired of these things. And one more thing about Penn State. All these creeps on the Internet who are like, oh, this matters for getting into the playoff. That you got to have style points. I got news for you. You're not getting into the playoff. You're Penn State football. God bless the fact that now they get two Big Ten teams. At what? What's the? What are you twit sending me? What? Are, what do you want me to see? What? Nothing. What? Well, what is it? Uh, I, you just want to piss me off more? No, I, I don't know who you sent something to. Well, who is? It? Let me see. I don't know. Well, who is it? I don't know. It's not in my contact, so I get phone numbers. What does it say? It says I have no idea. That's Stetka. I told you he would be a problem. I told you Stetka would be a problem. That's Stetka. That's Stetka. Great. Tell Stetka stop. Got to find somebody else. No, he's in. What? He's in. Just in <laughs> the draft. Fine. Tell, tell him. Say, tell him he's in. All right. It's a pleasant morning here. What did you haven't figured out anything? No, I have. Well, you have to hit mute yes, and see when it goes away. That's the way it works. Like, and then once you figure out, was it, who's is it? That that would be Ken right now. That Ken. So have Ken switch microphones. This is. Do I? God! Why is this hard? Don't have to do this. This is not that hard. We'll f- solve the problem. We will solve it. I promise. Welcome back. We're into the new season. The- technically, this is the season debut for Glenn Clark. Look at how that worked. Look at how that worked. It's oh, gone yeah, away. Yeah. And we'll deal with that later. Well, I was just trying to make sure it was Ken's, but I- yeah. Griffin, you hit mute. You figure out whose it is, and then you go forward. This is some producing. I know. I don't. Th- I guess they don't teach you that at 105.7 The Fan. God. I need some zen. I need some zen. <laughs> Orioles won. Somebody asked me why Grayson Rodriguez wasn't man of the match last night. Because he, he gave up nine base runners in six innings against a bad baseball team that's not trying anymore. Who did you? Well, I guess it was Gunner. Of course it was Gunner. Yeah. Uh, what the hell? What the hell is going on? All right, let me talk. And, and it what is... the hell is happening? I don't hear it. Oh, it's, it's there. Yeah. I promise you, it's there. Hmm. And it did go away, though. Well, well, it's I, very I faint. It. It's very it. faint in the Let background. Me, it's possible it's the headphones. It it's possible it's the headphones. That's a total possibility. I don't know, but we'll figure it out. Anyway, the moral of the story is I'm happy. Oh, hello. I'm happy that Grayson Rodriguez gutted it out to give them a quality. It didn't go away. Mm-hmm. Gutted them out to give them a quality start. I'm appreciative of that. That's a good thing. The problem is with the other pitchers not being very good. You're kind of counting on, and it's unfair, but you're kind of counting on Grayson Rodriguez to be more than just guy that guts it out because the other guys aren't even gutting it out. You need a little bit more than guy that guts it out. Now, that's not fair, and Grayson Rodriguez can't be counted on to give you seven, eight innings. That's, none of those things are reasonable. But this is where you are because Jack Flaherty stinks and Kyle Gibson stinks of late and Cole Irvin stinks of late. You're at the point where you're almost going to have to have John Means start. Like, this idea that John Means could be helpful in the bullpen, you're almost going to have to have him start. Like, there's not really a path forward. 
all right, we appear to be making things worse, so let's just leave it alone. Let's just go back. Whatever you're doing, let's stop doing that, and we will deal with it after the show. I don't know what happened. Some sort of gremlins came into the studio over the course of the weekend and have broken everything ahead of football season beginning. This, this is – you know who I blame for this? Penn State football. Oh, uh, yeah. Penn State That's... football and or Ken for not being willing to ask everybody to put in a small, small fee or Andrew Stecka for continuing to be this guy. I don't know which one of them I blame the most. And by the way, Andrew Stecka, who's leading our picks contest. You wanted out. Hell has frozen over. I can't do this show this way. I've changed my mind. I can't do it. I can't do it with all this noise in my head. You got to figure out if it sounds that way on the air. This is, again, I'm not, I'm not trying to tell you how to produce. You got to figure out if it sounds that way on the air or just in the headphones. This is... Hey Ken, how you doing, bud? I'm good. I didn't hear it until everything was unplugged and replugged back in. I seriously didn't hear it the first time. Mm. But but it is annoying now. Ken, John Proctor said, "Why is this hard name of your se- sex tape?" That's not bad. A little Brooklyn Nine Nine humor. All right, it's what it is. It's what it is. We're just gonna have to deal with it. There's not gonna be a choice because just just letting you know, draft's gonna start five seconds. Fine, I'm taking nobody. I don't know who I'm taking. I really don't. I'm going to use up my time. I'm going to use up my time. I I I don't care. I, it's because I, because I, I get this stuff in my ear. I I don't. I, I'm just telling you that the draft has started. So who's in this league? Run down the roster. Paul from Paul Ovi Valley. La- oh. oh, oh, Paul from Ovilando. Ovilando. John Colson, Jeremy mm. Kahn, Griff. I don't know who that is. You don't know who who is? Uh, John Proctor. Okay. I thought he died, but Kyle. Kyle Ottenheimer. Andrew Stecco, Luke Jackson, Joe Serpico, and Paul Valley. Okay. That's our that's our group. That's our draft. And it's underway. It's underway. And I have 23 seconds to make a pick. You do. I know it's going to be a very tough decision. Your suggestion would be? Well, it would be Jefferson. I you mean, think Jefferson should be By far the and away. The top player. You don't think that Addison impacts Jefferson in any way? No. They had Thielen. They had Hawkinson for a while. I really, I really want to mess with everybody, but I'm not going to I do know. it. I'm taking Justin Jefferson. That is the number one pick. That, pick. Is, that is the pick. Oh, that was quick. I appreciate that Paul Moss is actually involved. Who is press boxer? That's John Colson. John Colson. Very, very small Who's, chance that John Colson is active, he's actually not here. actively drafting. He's not Very here. little. But I'm saying he's... Oh, look at that. Oh, He's look out at there. It's your pick. You pick somebody. Who do you want? I said 9.30. Not- I sat down 10.15 the whole time. I've been saying it for a week. You're about to have Christian McCaffrey join your team. You have 30 seconds, so Christian McCaffrey's on your team. That's the way it goes. All right. So so um, you have what pick? Eighth. And you have fifth? Yes, I So have here's fifth. how we're going to do yeah. this draft, all right? You're gonna have to tell me who you really want to be the fifth pick right now. Yeah, tell me now who you're hoping. Oh, are you gonna is... tell Jeremy? No, I'm not gonna tell Jeremy. For God's sake! I want, I want, uh, yeah, I want Tyreek Hill. Oh, cool, he's there. There you go, yeah. Austin Eckler. I, I, number I, I four want Tyreek Tyree Hill. So who are you rooting for to be there at eight? Yeah, or who should I take right now? Yeah, to, to um, make Ken angry. Yeah, well, yeah. Who would you, if you were in Griffin's shoes, you would be selecting who right now? Um, he's got so it. Cool. Jefferson, I mean, I mean, Jefferson I, Chase, McCaffrey, Eckler have gone one to four. I mean, it, who it's, are you taking it, at five? If you were making the pick. If I'm making a pick, I'm taking Hill. Okay. But I wouldn't – if you take Kelsey here, I'm not arguing against it. 
I took Kelsey at there. Four. There are people who just say you can never draft a tight end in the first round. Well, there are, but by the way, Griffin d- already went ahead and took Tyreek. Okay, there are no, there are no. Yes, I mean, uh, but it's such an advantage to take Kelsey over every other. I agree with that tight end that yes. that he's the one That's person. What, by the way, John Proctor has taken. He's Travis the one Kelsey. person that that I, I just I don't have a problem with it. Like like you could take him one. And it wouldn't be something I would do, but I'm never going to argue and say, "Oh, that's a horrible pick." No, I it's not. About it. I mean, I, I thought about it last night in a in a league at two. Stefan Diggs went off the board seventh, so you are on the clock. Now. I am on the clock, and I, I have you, you know how we like I like running backs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like it's yeah. Robinson, it's Barkley, or yep. Chubb. Yep, those those are, they're all there. They they're all there. And I'm going to take the sure thing there and take Chubb. All right. Um, I think there's no other. There's nobody to share. He doesn't get hurt. By the way, Andrew Steck is up, and Andrew Stecka is hell bent on getting out of this league. Just tell him the draft. He hell, did hell bent. He was in it last year. He didn't. He didn't send anything back. Said he wasn't in it this year. Draft somebody. He's gonna get Bijan Robinson. <laughs> That's not so bad. It's not. There's nothing wrong with it. The first round, you can auto-draft. You now have time to get it. You're doing nothing, Andrew. <laughs> Harsh. He's not doing anything right now. He has time. He's clearly te- it's a good a, point. He has, he he has had time us. to send seven texts. Can you can him? make a pick. <laughs> oh, no, you want to call Joe now, I guess? Or? No, not right now. Oh, okay. You want to call mean, Andrew, then? Yeah, call Andrew. If he's got to, well, he might be at work. I don't know. <laughs> But he clearly, clearly I mean, has he's time, had to, time to go to seven baseball games this week. Oh, he did do all the Orioles games. I mean, come Arizona, on. Didn't he? Didn't he? Can't do a draft. God, Can't do a draft. My God. What is he picked? Well, I don't know if he picked or somebody Somebody picked, picked for him, I think. I, don't, I didn't know. We only have one minute. I didn't look picks. if the clock was. John Robinson went number uh, I mean, he did say it was an auto pick. It did? Yeah. Did it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Well, except for the fact that this goes to the problem that it was at hand. Which is the investment issue? The investment issue is a problem. Look, if I can, if I got eleven out of twelve, um, that's the best I can do. No, it's not. It is. <laughs> no, it's definitely not the best you can do. AJ Brown is the uh, the eleventh pick after the Saquon Barkley <laughs> went to Luke Jackson. Joe Serpico yeah. took AJ Brown, uh, and Paul Valley wraps up the first round with Derrick Henry. Ooh, what, he's not, he's running not back, answering? running back. Nah, I don't like Ooh, that. Ooh, Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard to start the second round. All right. Uh, uh, Stecka didn't answer. Yeah, he's dodging. I don't know what's going on with him. I actually am starting to worry that like he's fallen into some sort of like after that Wormburger. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't look right that day. He like at multiple times during that day. He tried to get out of the picks league. I think we might need to have an intervention with Stecka. <laughs> look, man, you know you go. People go through things. I understand. Like depression is real. I you know I get it. But like, what's going on really? By the way, Joe Serpico is going zero running back as he takes Garrett Wilson. With the second pick in the second round, as we are coming back around in our fantasy draft, um, anything so far that has surprised or bothered you? No, not really. I mean, I look. I know Derrick Henry has fallen out of favor with some people in the fantasy community, but at twelve, twelve, thirteen. I mean, that's where he's going. Um, you know, he's going to get a lot of work until the wheels fall off. And you know, if I'm Valley at some point, or I take anybody who takes. I just make sure at some point I try to get Spears. So Spears is now more valuable to me than he is for anybody else. It's just Ken's way of announcing to you, Paul Valley, that he's going to try to get Spears before you can. Just be prepared for that. I, I probably won't. Mm, okay. 
Luke Jackson's got to go auto pick now. So Devontae Adams, Patrick Mahomes Ooh. to Andrew Stecka. Hmm. Quick picks. Hmm. Okay. It's my uh, favorite guy. It's my favorite guy. Who? Amon Ross. Yeah. Brown. I, I mean, don't blame I, me for that. I, I don't mean, blame me for that at all. I, I just how he fell, how he falls here. Oh, I get it. I don't. I would have taken him as my fourth wide receiver. Okay. All right. Ken, what if I went? Uh, what if I went Waddle and Tyreek Hill? Would that be? Would that be irresponsible? You want to know something? I did it last night. Uh oh. Because I took, but but I took Waddle in the third, and I had mm. the second. I had the second pick, so it was on the loop around, and I, he would. I didn't plan on doing it, but he was just there, and it's like he's the best. Just take the best players. You'll work it out. Cooper I Cup like, goes yes. right in front of Griffin. I'm going to go receiver again. Ooh, and going I'm, two receivers. I'm not going to go Waddle. Um, I, no, I really I mean, like this guy. There's in, one just sitting there, just staring at you. In the New Orleans offense this year. Oh, not that guy. I like Chris Olave, Chris Olave. Okay, it's fine. You, Ken is flummoxed by why CeeDee Lamb is still available. Yeah, well, he's right. no longer available. And, Jeremy Conner. Of course, I mean, right away. I, mean, Dak, I don't think I, we're down on Dak Prescott, aren't we? John. Yeah, I, but, but who, who else is he throwing to? All right, so yeah, I'm up. Gallup, you are up with two. I'm up with two. There's Waddle. I I don't have any running backs yet, so I feel like I feel like I'd be in that conversation. The highest player available on the board is Jalen Hurts, but I I don't know if I like going quarterback so early. Your boy's there. Which one? Andrews. I am tempted to go in. This goes back. Not it, somebody said, "Is this a Homer thing?" I'm like, not at all. It's a the tight end stink after the third one thing. There's three tight ends. And then everybody else stinks. And I was. There, I mean, I, I mean, it is. It's. A, it's just. It's just a crapshoot. After I also that. don't like any of the running backs here, but I feel like I can't go this long without a running back. Ah, starting to break into sweats. I am starting to break into sweats. It's running out of time. Imagine going zero running back for three rounds. Might have to. I'm going with the first pick. I am going Mark Andrews. Wow. Mark Andrews. Now. <laughs> Jalen Hurts. You're you're not uh, Jalen Hurts, T. Higgins, Devontae Smith are the top players on the board. You're not bothered by Take all the offensive weapons. No, not at all. That I've the Ravens billion, don't have. I've said it a billion times. Okay. This offense still goes through Mark Andrews. Um, Is he practiced? No, he didn't. But everybody to, says he's going to play. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> now I'm in a I'm in a terrible bind. You're really not. You think this is easy? I do. Because you would do what? You would just continue to not take running backs? I would take a running back here. Yeah, that's what I thought. There's no way I'm taking Hurts here. I mean, uh, I just, in a one-quarterback league, I, I can't do that. I'm going of the offense that I think is the best of the three running backs that are there, and I'm taking ATN. Ooh, yeah. okay. Just I, because I have, I, don't most, I have the most confidence in that offense of and, the three and, that are sitting there. I don't Gibbs have a, was the only other one I thought about there. Ooh, okay. I just, to me, like, the, the, I... See, I'm not. I, I'm still, I'm still a Stevenson truther. I, I, God bless you. Uh, I, 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 Zeke's done. Oh, Paul Moss goes Lamar Jackson. Lamb Jack. Yeah. How about that? True, true. Uh, zero running back. Mm, yeah, he really is going zero zero running back. God, God bless. I don't know, man. The some of the nerds tell you the fifth and the sixth round is the place to go to get running backs. I'm with the nerds. I think I'm gonna continue. Yeah, I'm going to, I mean. How many wide receivers like, do we play in this league? We get three flexes, right? So. Oh, right, because this is a no kicker, no. So two no, 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 no. Last year was four flexes. Wow. This year it's three flexes and a kicker 
because I felt we're in Baltimore and it's just wrong not to have a kid. Uh, okay. Just because of the existence <laughs> of Justin Tucker. All right. Like to um, like to keep people Griffin, on their toes. Griffin is on the board. I am on the clock. The top I'm players available Jalen Hurt Devon Jalen Hurst, Devontae Smith, Najee Harris, Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah, I'm not I don't like either of those running backs. Uh so I mean I'm gonna have to go with one of the Eagles. I'm gonna go I'm gonna stay at receiver. I'm gonna go uh Devontae Smith. How about that? It's, it's a good three it's a, receivers. It's a good threesome. Three it receivers is. to start the draft. Proctor goes with Jameer Gibbs. That was a guy that I liked. I would thought I like was thinking Gibbs about well. him to start the third round. I hate giving Proctor credit, but I kind of like his draft so far. Kind of. You like Cooper Cup? Uh, I mean, I get the injury concern yeah, there, but like, I mean, if, he, if he plays, my God, it's Cooper Cup that we're talking about. Now running backs totally just wildly coming off the board. With the auto, I guess. Well, I think auto. So oh, Stecka doesn't have now, a wide receiver yet. Well, you know what? He's got a, He's got Patrick Mahomes, he though. Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard, he's pretty good. All right, we're doing this draft. We'll, we'll grab a break. We're not going to do. We're not doing this the entire morning. No, we should not. We're going to do this for like one more round of live drafting, and then we'll just move on, and then we'll just sort of talk about it as as things warrant. Our buddy Joe Serpico will check in. Oh, the draft. The pace is really picked yes. up. I appreciate oh, there that. T.J. Hawkinson. T.J. Hawkinson, the third tight end off the board, as uh, Andrew Stecka is gifted him. We're back to to Casey. You already said you liked Stevenson, so that's who you took in the third round. I did. Tell me about whoever this is that you're about to take. So I, I, I don't know if I – he's not getting back to me. There, I'm taking a running back, so let's go there. I'm taking a running back. Okay. The top running back on the board is Ken Walker out in Seattle. I'm not taking him. Ooh. There's, too, there's too much. You're not doing the really risky thing, are you? You're going to take Jonathan you? Taylor. <laughs> no, I'm not taking him. Damian Pierce in Houston. Because this guy's not getting back to me, and I do believe he can be a league winner if, and I have two other running backs. Okay. Oh, J.K. Wow. Do- I am bullish about J.K. Dobbins. I don't blame you for that. If and, and and the only reason I do this here is because I have my two cornerstones. Sorry, Proctor. Uh, <laughs> and, but but I took him there because he's not getting back to me in I, the Baltimore There's no question about that. If he's the guy. Mm-hmm. Everybody's singing Kumbaya, and he's healthy. Mm-hmm. He's a top-12 running back. I understand. So I why not take that risk? I At worst, he's a flex for me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, I love J.K. Dobbins this year. I have said it time and time again. Now It, it was between him and Pierce for me there. Because okay. Pierce is the only game in town. Yep. We don't like the week one matchup, obviously. You don't, you don't think Robert Woods is going to carry the Houston offense? You don't um, think that I don't. I don't think that anybody throw the ball. Singletary's not a threat to him. I think he's Gri- he did nothing but Gri- Griffin is up, and his running back options have got have <laughs> yeah, seriously I mean, dwindled. Yeah, and none. this is and this is the problem. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you right now, not to tell, but once you've embraced it in the first three rounds, you got to own it, right? And now build your team and figure it out. You only got to you only got to start two. If you want to, mm-hmm. so get the best players. Get the best players and figure it out later. Um, are we? Where do, do we have an IR spot in this league? We have two. We have two. Oh, so he's asking if it's an appropriate time to take Jonathan Taylor. It he's is. It, it is. It is not to me. I. Okay. I think I'm I, with you. Uh, it's. And it's too early to me. I saw. Where, him, where is appropriate? So I saw him last night go in the tenth round. Um, he, I. I took him in a league. I did. It did not. I did not sweat it to the tenth. I think sixth was where. I. I. I, I think. I think mm. the seventh and on is good for receiver. me. You have 
if you have three wide receivers, three. He's going to draft a fourth wide I, receiver. I, I have to. I don't like these running backs. I'm not, and I don't want to. Did your clock reset or something? How do we have another minute on the clock? No, it, I, I just picked. I like. Oh. I, I used up too much of my time, and or I almost used up the whole clock. Well, why is it not yeah. moved on for me? That's yeah. concerning. No, are you sure? It you is picked? On, Yeah, I, I picked. who did you pick? I picked Mark Cooper. Just hmm. top that has not popped up on. Uh, yeah, it has not. It's mine on, says Jeremy Conner. Thirty seconds in. It's in the, it's in the chat. I've got thirty seconds. I'm going to jump out and re-jump in. Okay. And yes. All right, there we go. Yeah. yeah, we're good now. All right, very good. All right, so I'll make two picks and then we'll uh, take a break and we'll get Joe Serpico in. We'll talk about uh, you know this week in fantasy football and some of these names that have already popped up. We will do all of that here in a second. Uh, this is our press box league draft that uh, Ken started a few years ago and. Um, I don't even know. I couldn't tell you once who's won this league. I have no idea who's ever won this league. Well, now, now, yeah, now, now, now that I'm oh, now it matters. Is oh. Jer- Jeremy? Oh, dear, Jeremy goes DJ Moore. That's a shame because I love DJ Moore and was hoping he would get back to me. As everybody knows, I am bullish about the Bears. I am no pun intended. Mm-hmm. I am very bullish about the Bears this season. I like everybody there, so I like that. God, I am annoyed by the sound in my headphones. God, I wish yeah, we could. Do mine's something about gone. That. I don't. Down. Mine's gone. Mm. You know what's nice? It sounds though? good on the on. The we were moving at such a nice pace, and all of a sudden things have well, slowed. But 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 I do I do down. well. Yeah, the, only four quarterbacks have gone the first three rounds, which is about right. Um, it's about right. So, for example, the next quarterback is on the board is Joe Burrow. Where would you take Joe Burrow as DeAndre Swift and Rashad White go ahead of my pick? Hmm. Where would you be? Um, I, Burrow to me is is. I mean, if you want to take him in the fifth, I, I'm not against it because, you know. You, I got to tell you, there's if something. You, if you want one of the top mm. seven, you have you here have yeah. to take him as one of your. There's something. There's something that I'm thinking about doing here. Okay. And it would be reckless. It would. We have three flex spots, correct? You do. I wouldn't do that. What's he I have a thought to take a second tight end. I, I, that's, oh, that's what I man. thought. I have your a thought, thought to take a second tight end. Because then I'm kind of screwing everybody else in the process. You're really not. Because the one you're going to take is going to be hurt after three weeks. Oh, yeah. for God's like sake. The only one, yeah, the only person that's good is, is Proctor. You hate tight ends. So I'm like, not hating it. it. It is what it is. Look, we talked about everybody loves in what the it's fantasy worth Waller. I, I am, it's like for how long, many here's, weeks? Here's the value. I'm taking Justin Fields. Okay. I like that's. I just said a second ago. I'm wildly bullish about the Bears. I am extraordinarily bullish about the Bears. So I'm taking Justin Fields. I like that pick. Now, a lot of coming back. I don't love. I don't love the running backs. <laughs> I don't love them. I don't love DeAndre Hopkins. I don't love. I don't love a lot of these guys. I am actually going to go. Oh God. Uh, What's he gonna do? I really, I really want to do it, but I can't. So do it. Yeah, I really don't want to. Really want to do it. Just take Dalton Schultz. Do it. Just do it. Really, do it. That's the one. Exactly. That would be the one that I would be taking. You know what? The hell with it. I'm doing it. Do Up it. Up yours. Mm. I'm taking him. Mm. Go for it. All right. I took George Kittle, and Ken can laugh all he wants, but that's what I did. And Waller goes right, yeah, right after. after. Inspired by my decision. All right. So we're in the middle of our press box fantasy football draft this morning. We will talk about fantasy football for the week. Joe Serpico is going to be joining us every Tuesday this week. Brought to you by Live Casino and Hotel. So we're going to do that when we come back in. Today's show, 
is brought to you by... Oh, this one's brought to you by your local Toyota dealer and buyatoyota.com. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a range of models and trim lines, so you can choose the perfect Tacoma to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. Ken Zalis is in studio with us. It's Tuesday edition of Glenn Clark Radio. Why bet with the big boys this football season? Instead, try your hand with the local book, Superbook Sports, this fall. Superbook Sports is the book next door. Just a dedicated team of the best odds makers in Las Vegas, making sure you get the best prices and parlays anywhere. And now, Superbook will give you a bonus of up to $250 when you sign up and wager on the same day and use the promo code GlennClark23, G-L-E-N-N-C-L-A-R-K-2-3. So bet with the best. And use the promo code GlennClark23 this football season with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Another exciting weekend of affordable family fun at Prince George's Stadium with the Bowie Bay Sox. Last weekend of the regular season kicks off on Friday the 8th with Adley Rutschman Night. Mystery Adley Rutschman giveaway items for the first 750 fans. Fireworks on Saturday with the return of our 1K beer run. See how fast you can complete the race while getting three beers down. And our Birdland celebration on Sunday. Free autograph items for the first 1,000 fans. Get your tickets now by calling 301-805-6000 or anytime online at baysox.com. The Bowie Bay Sox. Let us be your nine-inning vacation. The Maryland Five Star returns to iconic Fair Hill October 19th to 22nd, marking the next chapter in Maryland's equestrian tradition. Best described as the triathlon of horse eventing, you won't want to miss this thrilling sport. Enjoy a fall festival with local fair, retail vendors, and tons of family fun. Come for the event and stay for the experience in Cecil County, home to the Chesapeake Bay waterfront with vibrant small towns and accommodations to suit every desire. It's the place to be in October. Visit Maryland5star.us for tickets. Join PressBox's fantasy football expert Joe Serpico and the rest of our Glenn Clark Radio gang at Sports and Social inside Live Casino Maryland Thursday, September 7th for the pro football season opener between Detroit and Kansas City. We will be there 7 p.m. where Joe Serpico will help you nail this fantasy football season. Just come by and Joe will consult you on your lineup, who to sit, who to start, who to target for in a trade, and who to pick up off waivers. Plus, we'll try to help you win some money as we watch the game. So join us for the season opener, improve your fantasy team, and have a great time at Live Casino and Hotels Sports and Social. Six chicken tenders made from fresh, never-frozen Royal Farms world-famous chicken, a family-sized order of Western fries, honey mustard dipping sauce, and a two-liter bottle of Dr. Pepper. It's Royal Farms' new Tucker's Tenders Meal. It's Justin Tucker's favorite, and at only $19.99, it'll be your favorite meal, too. The new Tucker's Tenders Meal, available only at Royal Farms. Now you can kick back, relax, and eat like a champion. Real fresh, real fast, Royal Farms. It's a Maryland thing you wouldn't understand. Where the waves meet the shore, you will find Dorchester County. Hi, this is Jimmy Charles. When I think of Maryland, I think Dorchester County on the eastern shore where it's open for making memories. Dorchester County, it's a Maryland thing. For more info, visit www.visitdorchester.org. It's a Maryland thing. What's up, everyone? It's Tyus Bowser, and I've had so much fun hanging out with Rita 
and putting up with Glenn the last couple years that I've decided to do it again. Season three of the Ties Bowser show is happening this year as we'll be all over town, giving you the chance to get to know me and some of my teammates. As we talk football, life in general, and just say what needs to be said, you can find out more about the show by going to pressboxonline.com slash Bowser. If you don't live in the area, you can watch the shows live on Facebook and YouTube. And if you miss one, you can listen Friday nights at 105.7 a fan. So we'll see you all season long for the Ties Bowser show, a partnership of Pressbox and Great Ace memorabilia. Gambling problem? Visit helpmygamblingproblem.org. The next Ties Bowser show is Tuesday, September 12th at the Hamilton Sports Bar and Grill, 5506 Hartford Road. It's brought to you by Superbook Sports. If you miss anything on the show, don't forget that you can watch full episodes at youtube.com slash pressboxonline, and you can download podcasts on Apple, iTunes, Amazon, and Grindr. Wait, did I say Grindr? I don't think that you would find it on Grindr. Not that I know it's on Grindr or anything, I swear! Second thought, you know what? I don't care what you think. Here's Glenn. Normally on Monday, Stan the Fan, Ross Grimsley, and Luke Jackson are actually going to get together tonight or this afternoon on Facebook Live to talk some baseball after another Orioles win last night. Boy, it got worse. I don't know what happened, but it is dramatically worse in our headphones. We're having fun today. We are. Having a good day. Here, mute my mic for a second. See if that's it. That's it. Okay. Okay. Mute somebody else's. See whose it is. All right. Not yours. Now try Ken. Yeah. Not that. Yeah. Now try the and anything else potted up. Uh, yeah, everything else. All everything right. Else so we got a bigger so. we got a bigger issue. We got a bigger issue that we're dealing with around these parts. Anyway, the moral of the story is that they will be getting together, coming up later this afternoon. Actually, tonight they're gonna do a pregame thing. Sorry, tonight they're gonna do a pregame thing. Eight thirty. Facebook.com slash pressbox sports. YouTube.com slash pressbox online or pressboxonline.com slash video. You went with uh, DeAndre Hopkins. I did. Um, PPR league. I, I I don't love his quarterback. I don't. Love but him if I, I I don't think I love him anymore. Uh, you know, if healthy, if <sighs> and just, and, and the just reason killing me about George Kittle a second well, ago. Well, the reason again I do it is because of what my next pick was, and and you uh, went Deontay Johnson, and I went Deontay that. Johnson, who's a perennial hundred I catch hear. guy. I so I think I have two hundred catch. Players. Uh, Griffin just took a Javante Williams. Yes. Kyle had gone Alvin Kamara, who's got to sit out the first few games of the season. We are uh, in the middle of our Fresh Box Fantasy Football Draft this morning. Ken Zalis is in studio with us, also part of that draft, and he'll be joining us Tuesdays throughout the course of the season to uh, give you Waiver Wire Wednesday advice. He is our Press Box Fantasy Football Analyst. He is our friend, Mr. Joe Serpico, and he's back with us now here on GCR, presented by Live Casino and Hotel. Joe, what's going on, bud? How are you? Gentlemen, good talking to you guys. I see the goat is in the house as well there. Yeah, the godfather himself, KZ, is in studio this morning. Uh, Joe, what's been the most surprising moment to you so far of the uh, first six rounds of our draft? Most surprising. Actually, I think the first moment where I was, uh, because I kind of just checked out on you guys on the live show there, was uh, seeing you take fields there with the fourth, uh, with your fourth. I I have said to everyone that will listen, I am extraordinarily bullish about the Bears. I am recklessly bullish about the bears i have made multiple bears futures bets i'm aware that i'm up i'm just KZ. i'm just pointing at you i'm just having a conversation here i with know a friend, I just, just a couple I, of fa- pals I chatting don't, i don't want you to miss your pick what do you think i'm gonna do what do you think i'm about to do i think you're probably gonna take your boy addison you think i'm going with oh wow i do like addison for the record just, i do like him a great deal that's not where i'm going okay. i am actually going isaiah pacheco 
okay. here to end the sixth round. And then with the first pick in the seventh round, I will spit in your face, and I will take Jonathan Taylor to open up the seventh round. Good luck to you, sir. Hey, man. We, we think hey, he's going to not play all season. Do you really think he's not going to play all season? Honestly. I don't think he plays for at least eight weeks. Why? Because he's an idiot. I agree there. Why, why do you think he's not going to play for eight weeks? Because he's just he doesn't want to play for this owner. He I agree with he that. He doesn't want to help this owner in any way. So, And you think that they are just going to, out of spite, refuse to trade him for another four weeks? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, it's I, a horrible situation. I agree that it's a horrible situation. But I at just, some point, I if mean, the guy's I, not going to play for you. I think he's going to come back and he's going to say, I'm still a little hurt, a little tender in the ankle. I don't think I can go. And he's going to milk it till week 10 or whatever. He'll come back around week eight to get a couple of paychecks. By the way, then I'll have Jonathan Taylor at the end of the season, which you I will. wouldn't mind. You I still will. I don't think it's going to take that long. Okay. I don't think it's going to. Where, where would you, Joe, where would you be taking Jonathan Taylor? I've got him probably a couple rounds later than you're taking him there. Just because of everything Ken just said, I, I am in the same argument with Ken that I don't think he's coming back until probably week eight, week 10, something like that. Like Ken said, he's going to nurse this thing out for everything. For those reasons that Ken just again said, uh, you know, he does no reason to play for this owner at this point. The, I, the I, risk and the reward is not there. I'm I, barring a trade, I don't just that, see a reason for him to risk that. coming back. And by the way, if that's if and look, man, I, I'll never be the one to, to question the stupidity of Jim Irsay. Like, trust me, I I get it. But at the same time, at some point, someone in that organization has got to be able to have somebody's ear and say, "Dude, we are we're going to have nothing. We will be able to show nothing for this." At some point. We've got to be willing to just take whatever it is that we can get because this is the way that it's going to go. Uh, Ken finally took Kyle Pitts, and Griffin took his quarterback. Yes. He got Joe Burrow, who slipped all the way to the seventh round. Had to stop the slide. In order to get him. And I think that's an outstanding yeah. pick. Oh, it's a great pick. I think that's a, a borderline incredible that Joe Burrow lasted all the way there as uh, there has not been that run. All right. Um, uh, you, your team, Joe Serpico, you went uh, zero wide receiver in the first two rounds. Are you comfortable with the running backs you were able to get after that? Yeah, absolutely. So Joe Mixon's been a guy that I've kind of been targeting in the third round. Uh, I just like his upside being in a high-octate offense with the Bengals, and he was one of the top uh, guys in the red zone carries last year. Uh, he didn't find the end zone as many times as he probably would have liked last year. Uh, I do think he's one of those guys that's in line. Of course, some uh, touchdown regression. Uh, Miles Sanders is a guy – one of the few running backs we were just talking about, one that didn't get paid. Well, Sanders is one of the few that actually did get a little bit of money this offseason. Uh, and I don't really think he has much competition for carries behind him. And then Cam Akers, uh, he's kind of my uh, home run pick here. It could either go either way based on what we saw last year. Um, you know, He didn't play a whole lot to start the season, but then towards the end he was uh, phenomenal. So I just like having that potential there as my third guy. So all in all, yeah, I like what I've got going on so far. All right, give me your – so Joe will be joining us every week. By the way, first of all, Joe, we're going to be hanging out on Thursday night at Live Casino and Hotel. Uh, you're just going to be there, like, talking up everybody and, and helping them out with their fantasy teams, correct? Yeah, that's the game player. We're going to you know, hang out. Uh, you don't want to talk a little bit of fantasy, NFL news. Uh, you know, If you want me to take a look at your lineup, if you're in the middle of a draft uh, coming up that night, or you want me to talk DFS, anything fantasy, I'm always down for that conversation. Whether it's you know that night at the casino or anytime online, uh, we're, on not, we're not worried actually, about that. We're, we're, just talk, we're just talking about the casino right now. We're not, okay, my apologies. My apologies. So all we're talking about is the casino Thursday <laughs> night. 
The only way, in fact. Joe will not respond to you if you try to reach out to him on Twitter. He will give you the middle finger if you attempt to do that because he says you need to come to the casino, live casino and hotel, and sports and social on Thursday night for the opener. We're going to be there for Detroit, Kansas City. And the only way to get advice from him is for you to be there. You see, that's that's how we sell these things, Joe. I'm, I'm going to try to help moving forward. Is that's the, professional here. That's the only way <laughs> for you to get this advice. And I mean this. This is a straight shoot. You will be able to walk right up to Joe Serpico, hand him your phone, have him peruse over your league, tell you who you should go grab and stash, who you should drop, who you wasted a pick on. And also, if you want, you can say, hey, can you look at some other teams in my league and tell me if there's like a trade that I could pursue? Give me, he'll do all of those things. Thursday night, we will be at Live Casino and Hotel for the opener, and Joe will be giving out personalized fantasy football consultations to anyone who has any questions at all about their roster, their league. He will be doing that on Thursday night. We look forward to that. Want to see you there at Live Casino and Hotel inside Sports and Social. Looking forward to that event. That's uh, that's more what we were trying to, to get into it. All right, who give me um give me three names? And I get it that we're in the middle of a draft, so you're gonna be mad after this. But give me three names of guys that you are hoping will be there available for you in the thirteenth round or so. Thirteenth round or so. Uh, so I've been kind of targeting Kenneth Gainwell late. Uh, I know the big uh, talk of the offseason was uh, Rashad Penny and DeAndre Swift ended up with the Eagles, and yes. Well, disclosure, I think um, a lot of you guys in there know I'm an Eagles fan, so that's kind of the reason for not only that pick, but the A.J. Brown pick in the first round. Um, a couple other tight ends that I'm kind of big on is uh, Gerald Everett. I've been kind of targeting him. I like his potential with Justin Herbert this year. Uh, I think uh, we have seen that Kellen Moore has kind of made uh, tight ends uh, fantasy-friendly, so I'm kind of big on Gerald Everett. And then just I'm trying to think, of, oh, another one I can see is kind of slipping is a, a hometown guy would be Rashad Bateman. Uh, I kind of have the three Ravens receivers in inverse order that you kind of see them in fantasy. I have it Bateman, Odell, and right, Zay. I think right. Zay is going to be a phenomenal player. Don't get me wrong. I just think there's no reason to rush him into things. And I think what's all said and done, I think it's going to be Bateman who's the number one. I agree with the top of your list. I actually have Bateman number one, too. I would go Flowers, two and then Beckham, three, but I get it. Like I, I think that Bateman is being wildly undervalued fantasy wise. I, I, I just don't get the idea that like, because there are shiny new toys that suddenly Rashad Bateman who had, I get it while injuries are real, but who had developed a legitimate connection with Lamar Jackson. We suddenly think just disappears off the face of the planet. Oh, I absolutely agree with that. And I think that's kind of what you said, the shiny new toys. And that's always seems to be the thing with these uh, first round rookies that come in every year uh, of the four. I actually do like flowers the most. I just think that, you know, there's no pressure for any of the four guys really to have to jump into immediate action. All of them have veterans ahead of them. So I don't think there's any reason for them to uh, kind of rush flowers. And now he is a special player. He's definitely going to be teamed up in different ways or whatnot. But when it's all said and done, like I said, I think Bateman is the number one for this team. So that's why getting him, I mean, I took him in a draft over the weekend. He was my last pick and I'm just, I was just baffled by it. So he's one of those guys. And just to throw one more name out there that I, Kareem Hunt is somebody as another one I'm taking with my last pick just to see, you know, this saga with the Colts. If he ends up there, your last pick maybe potentially ended up with the, uh, with the starting running back. So just another name to throw out there. All right. I like that. I like that as well. Um, updating from this round, Ken took David Montgomery. 
Griffin took Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams, of course, in line to start in New Orleans until Alvin Kamara comes back. So you get a starter for a few weeks, and then perhaps somebody that will prove to be who knows what Alvin where Alvin Kamara is at at this point. I took Hollywood Brown. I don't like anything about the Arizona situation, but he is but definitively their top wide receiver beyond a shadow of a doubt. So I took him. Um, I am torn here because I'm going to go Brian Robinson. I I I am surprised at like Antonio Gibson being ranked a higher than him. I get it by the style of play. Like I understand that a little bit, but I really liked everything that I saw from Brian Robinson a year ago, Ken. Yeah, no, I, I he's undervalued in fantasy for sure. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we don't know how many grabs he's going to have this year. Gibson's not going away, um, but that's going to be a better offense than people think it's going to be. And Robinson's going to get all the goal line work, um, probably most of the twenty to twenty work. Uh, so I like Robinson. I think he's a he's a potential thousand twelve hundred yard type guy, ten plus touchdowns. If that offense is is on the right path, uh, Jeremy Kine goes tight end, tight end. Um, uh, what kind of idiot would have two tight ends? What uh, kind of stupid is he? <laughs> oh God! But big um, dummy. No, I like Robinson, and especially in the ninth round when, when running backs are – we're starting to take backup running backs, um, as we saw a couple go off the board in um, in Jamal Williams, uh, you know, could be a backup once uh, once Kamara comes in, Mozart. Look, who knows what Miami's doing, uh, you know. So I, I like, like that pick a lot. All right. Um, we're coming back around. Let's just just real quick week recap. Griffin took Cortland Sutton. Yes. Here in this, uh, what are we in the, the ninth round? The, we're in the ninth, yeah, the ninth round. round. Ninth yeah. round. So KZ is coming up a pick. Anthony Richardson. Let's talk about Anthony Richardson. You have been a little surprised by the aggressiveness related to Anthony Richardson. I don't even get it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that the offense is going to be. You know, somebody, again, somebody that's respected in the industry, and I think we talked about this last time, said he wouldn't be surprised if Anthony Richardson leads all quarterbacks in rushing this year. And I'm like, what? Yeah, right. The, like, the, like the, what the, did Justin Fields and Lamar I mean, Jackson Fields, just die? Yeah, hurts. Right. I, I just I, – I, he's being taken – over oh, guys, Ken, Ken got his guy. He loves Jared yeah. Goff. Love. He He's number Jared nine Goff. on my board. Yeah, he loves him. And and I started to see quarterbacks starting yep. to go. Um, what about you, Joe? Where are you with Anthony Richardson? Great pick by Luke. Uh, I'm in the same. I, I'm not getting that pick. Just killed me right there. I was trying to take two uh, uh, with my next pick right here. Um, but I'm in the same boat as Ken. I'm not in the into the Anthony Richardson hype as well. I have him ranked a lot lower than uh, than the consensus does, just because. I think all he gives you is, uh, you know, his rushing prowess. I mean, the, the little bit of action we saw in the preseason of him as a passer was a little bit scary. Uh, I didn't like what I saw whatsoever. Uh, Jonathan Taylor not being there, I think, allows uh, teams to kind of focus in on him even more. Uh, I think that scares me a little bit more on that as well. So I'm just – he's one of those guys that gets, you know, the, the hype, but I'm trying to avoid him. All right, I'm going to give this to you. I, it's something that I was going to give Ken when he joins us on Thursday, but I'll give it to you to get your opinion of it. I um, I got to ch- I got to play either uh, Sky Moore or George Pickens in Week One. Which one are you playing? Well, uh, yeah, I guess we got to make that decision on Thursday for you. Uh, I'm going George Pickens. I just like what I've seen more out of him the past couple of years. Sky Moore, I mean. Let's face it, he didn't get a whole lot of playing time last year for somebody who was a, a second-round pick. 
Uh, I know that receiving room is not the same as it was last year. A couple guys are in and out of out of the lineup. But I was very at the same much time, hurt. I just like what I like from Pickens. I, I was just, very much hurt yeah. by Sky Moore last year, but I'm ready to be hurt again uh, for some reason. I am so tantalized by Sky Moore that I just can't give up on him. I can't do it to myself. It's almost like a I, – I don't want to be the guy that said I'm giving up on him and then this is his breakout season. Ken, what would you what, – what, what are you – between those two, where are you? I – Tell him he's wrong. Tell him that I should play I, Sky. No, I can't. I can't in week one. I think Sky Moore, somebody's going to emerge um, for Kansas City. But, but in week one, I, I can't do it. As much as I think he's I really a, wanted to get Rashad Bateman this round. I'm uh, pissed at Kyle Otten. Uh, that's okay. Luke just pissed me off with the Sky Moore thing. Uh, <laughs> You're I, just telling me I shouldn't play him. No, this week. This week. I think, I think you have to – I think this is the area in, in this draft, and, and, and you're going to have to see a couple of weeks. Who's the guy in Kansas City that emerges? Is it going to be Tony? Is it going to be Moore? Is it going to be Rice? Mm-hmm. Who's it going to be? But in week one, I mean, the big play, you know, even though I think Pickens is a very touchdown-dependent wide receiver in fantasy this year, I, I got to go with the more established person that's going to be involved in the offense. Sky Moore could go zero. I don't think that that Pickens can. I don't really want to think about that. All right, uh, before we let you go, Joe, because I know you got to get out of here, give me your like advice, week one specific advice. Be on be on this radar. Have this on your radar for week one specifically. Uh, I mentioned the situation in Indy. I think uh, after week one, we could see a lot of these uh, what they're called vested veterans kind of make some moves. So I could see somebody like a Leonard Fournette and a Kareem Hunt being. Uh, end up on teams like Ken mentioned before, the Dolphins. Uh, just situation doesn't seem to be uh, settled yet. I think at some point this season we're going to see something go on there. Uh, and then don't overthink it. You know, take the guys, stack your team up with the way that you came up with the draft. Now, if you like certain matchups, yes, do that. You know, like Ken was just talking about with you here. You know, Pickens is the guy. He's the established guy. That's the guy you wanted to go with on Week One. You know, we take some of these guys in these later rounds for upside plays for later on in the season, but at least for week one, you know, don't overthink it. Go with the guys that you uh, went in thinking were going to be your top guys. All right, very good. At Joe Serp, but uh, don't try to reach out to him with questions there because he's only going to answer your questions if you show up in sports and social at Live Casino and Hotel Thursday night to hang out with us for the uh, kickoff party as we're watching the Detroit-Kansas City game. We'll have great prizes and he will give you personalized fantasy football advice. Joe, appreciate it. We'll look forward to chatting with you on Tuesdays throughout the season, all right? Absolutely. Look forward to seeing you Thursday. That's Joe Serpico, our Press Box fantasy football analyst. All right, uh, quickly, in the 10th round, Ken went, because he couldn't get Sky Moore, he went Samaje Pirine. Do you think he's really impactful in Denver? Or is that just sort of it's a handcuff? Or? No, I, I, I think actually for at least the first four weeks – he leads the Broncos in touches. I, I don't look. I love. I love Javante Williams. I think he's a rare talent. But they're not going to rush him back and give him a full workload. P. Ryan was specifically targeted by that team to come in and, and be a guy that's going to be involved. So um, I kind of, you know, late in the you know in the tenth, eleventh round, he's a perfect guy, especially if you go zero running back to start stacking some of these running backs that's going to he's going to have a role all year long it may diminish a little bit as the year goes on with Williams if he shows he's 100% healthy um but uh 
yeah, I mean, he's involved. You know, for week one, we're looking for guys that are getting 15 touches. I'd be stunned if he doesn't. Um, Griffin went Quinton Johnston. And any day now, he's going to catch a ball. Any day. It's Look, I like Quinton Johnston, uh, but I was a guy that I didn't want the Ravens to draft because no, I, I thought he only did one thing really yeah. well. Um, I did it really well. Did it really well. Uh, also, the awkwardness of sort of being the third receiver at the moment in uh, Los Angeles, so we'll see how that plays out. I went with Adam Thielen. I have no idea what to make of Adam Thielen, but like I also know they don't have a whole lot of options. Number one receiver there yep. for right now. So that was why I said I'll go ahead and grab him. And then I started going, this is the part of the draft where I'd start getting itchy about rookies that I was in love with, and uh, A-Chain was one of those. And because I don't like Miami's – Miami's running back situation is sort of like a bunch of guys. I, I think anybody could end up working out of that. I, I, I think anyone could. Griff just takes a uh, – Jamison Williams. Jamison Williams, which is – this is where you take him. You put him on your IR spot. Yep. You pick up somebody else, and who knows, you know, it could turn into something – you know, after after week uh, after week six, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, you make a pick, and then we'll take a break. Oh, I didn't realize I was. Yep, up. Yep, you're up. Oh no, let me you go. Got plenty of time. Let me go there. to my queue. Oh, Pete. Mm. Eli Mitchell is your pick. Yeah, um, has a role even when McCaffrey um, is there. Mm-hmm. Um, we all love McCaffrey. McCaffrey yep. is an injury risk. Yep. Uh, Mitchell is an injury risk. But um, the two of them actually had better numbers when they were together. Um, so I like guys that have roles. A little bit of a handcuff um, type guy. So, you know, I, I don't I don't like taking other people's handcuffs. But because I, ha- I think he has enough... Oh, I don't, does that really bother you to take yeah, somebody else's I, handcuff? I almost want to do that. Like right? that's that's on yeah. you. If you didn't get them, I don't care. I don't right? like taking. So I don't like taking handcuffs because I don't, especially this sort of early, um, because true handcuffs, they don't touch the ball unless the other guy. Gets I, now that I understand. So right. so I rather take would, somebody that has a little would, bit of a role, and so. you would prefer to have your own handcuffs. I would over prefer to have my correct. Correct. I agree with that. Correct. All right, hour number one of today's show is winding down. Don't forget, as you are getting ready to make your bets for week one, it's time to bet with Superbook because we are hooking you up. We'll match up to $250 on your first bet same day. You make a deposit and you make a bet first day, up to $250. Win or lose, you get it matched with free bets. Superbook.com or download the Superbook app, but in order to take advantage of it, you've got to use the code Glenn Clark 23, G-L-E-N-N-C-L-A-R-K 23, Glenn Clark 23, in order to take advantage of that with Superbook. We come back in a very special announcement from our friend Tyus Bowser. That's next. It's Glenn Clark Radio. Catch that festival feeling in Charm City. Everywhere you go, you'll find exciting entertainment, delicious eats, and endless summertime fun. Cheer on the O's at Camden Yards, pick crabs by the waterfront, beat the heat inside a world-class museum, and make memories that will last a lifetime. Go to Baltimore.org for more information and to plan your visit. All Electronic Tolling is here to stay in Maryland, and DriveEasyMD.com helps you cruise a little easier. We're Maryland's tolling resource, home to EasyPass, pay-by-play, and video tolling. It's never been easier to pay your way. DriveEasyMD.com will keep you moving. 
The Orioles are off and running out to prove that last season wasn't a fluke and they are one of the best teams in baseball. Hi, I'm Paul Valley, host of the Bat Around for Pressbox. Tune in every Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon as Zach Goodman and I break down every Adley Bob, every Tony Tater, and every save from the mountain. Like a warm hug from Rutschman, the Bat Around has you covered with all things Orioles as we embark on what's sure to be a magical summer in Birdland. So tune in every Saturday for the best in Orioles coverage right here on the Bat Around. Visit Harford County this fall. Celebrate Arts Across Harford September 15th through the 30th with dance, theater, music, and visual arts. September 29th through October 1st is the largest Italian festival in Maryland, featuring entertainment, cooking demonstrations, a bocce tournament, and family fun. If you're headed to the Maryland Five Star, stay and play in Harford County. While you're there, enjoy the scenic views atop the king and queen seats and experience pumpkin patches, corn mazes, and fall brews along their Harford Life Trail. For more info, head to visit Harford.com. Maryland Open. Picking a restaurant to try for the first time? Let's look at the Costas Inn. Here's a few checklist items. Quality of the food? Check. Quality of service? Check. Does restaurant have plenty of free parking? Check. And finally, does restaurant have delicious steamed crabs, crab cakes, crab soup, and specials galore? Check, check, check. Costas Inn, 4100 North Point Boulevard. They check all the boxes. The latest edition of Pressbox is available now. On the cover, Bo Smolka dives into what's next for Lamar Jackson after receiving one of the biggest contracts in football history. Is Lamar ready to take the Ravens to the next level, now with a new offensive coordinator and new wide receivers? Also inside, we look at what new football coaches Brian Newberry and Pete Shinnick bring to Navy and Towson, respectively. And we meet players from the college football and soccer programs around the state. Pressbox is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores. And you can always find the higher edition as well as the best daily coverage of the O's, Ravens, and Serps at PressBoxOnline.com another exciting weekend of affordable family fun at Prince George's Stadium with the Bowie Bay Sox. Last weekend of the regular season kicks off on Friday the 8th with Adley Rutschman Night. Mystery Adley Rutschman giveaway items for the first 750 fans. Fireworks on Saturday with the return of our 1K beer run. See how fast you can complete the race while getting three beers down. And our Birdland celebration on Sunday. Free autograph items for the first 1,000 fans. Get your tickets now by calling 301-805-6000 or anytime online at baysox.com. The Bowie Bay Sox. Let us be your nine-inning vacation. Six chicken tenders made from fresh, never-frozen Royal Farms world-famous chicken, a family-sized order of Western fries, honey mustard dipping sauce, and a two-liter bottle of Dr. Pepper. It's Royal Farms' new Tucker's Tenders Meal. It's Justin Tucker's favorite, and at only $19.99, it'll be your favorite meal, too. The new Tucker's Tenders Meal, available only at Royal Farms. Now you can kick back, relax, and eat like a champion. Real fresh, real fast, Royal Farms. Whether your focus is luxury and comfort, convenience and technologically advanced connectivity, or sporty performance and aggressive styling, we've got the perfect Highlander for you. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Highlanders from your local Toyota dealer today. If you need more of Glenn, you can also hear him every Sunday with Rita on 105.7 The Fan. But also, if you need more of Glenn, um, what's wrong with you? We're coming back, so talk to us about it on the air is what you should do. Tell us your well, you strategy. Well, you asked me a question. I always take a kicker in the 13th round. If we're in a 16-team, 16-round draft uh-huh. that usually has, like, a kicker in a defense, Yes. I tell people, get the kicker you want. What if the, there's not a kicker you want? Well, get, what if you a, just who has a kicker they yeah, want? Yeah, right. Like there's one kicker that I want, well, and he's never going to be available. So but, why would but, I? But, not in but take one yeah. from a high-powered offense that has a late buy. So we're done. 
you know, we're we're done now. I'm I, gonna drop my kicker every week in order to put somebody else on my roster that I want. Okay, like, you, you check the over under, whichever team has the highest over under. Right, and then you the say, week. give me that. Because at this, at this point, everybody's just taken. I mean, we're darts. Yeah, we're, but we're I have darts. I have some strategy to it. In the late, so do I. In these rounds, I want. This is where I want to gobble up uh, rookies that I like. This is the thing I tell you about, like guys that I liked, that that maybe could end up just being so good that they break their break their way through and get a roster spot. And I, I agree with you, but not I have spot, to take a kicker somewhere and I'm going to you're going to see who my my probably next 3 mm-hmm. picks are and I'm going to take those guys. I'm going to wind up taking, you know, I got 4 picks until I pick in the 14th round and I'm almost pretty assured at least one of my guys is going to be here. That that I'm targeting in this round. Okay. If Paul Valley ever picks, took Zach Ertz. So yeah, you're looking, Ertz. you're looking like you're in pretty good shape. Uh, I'm in pretty that. good shape. I mean, you know, Singletary wasn't one of them. I did. I was. Singletary was on my one of my late round darts. All right. Yeah. I get it. I mean, that's a fine. You know. I can't get any of my. I have. Uh, I guess I could still get a one of my. I mean, I. I st- this is the guy that I targeted in this round. Marvin Mims because you already got Judy, you got it. Judy Hurt. He's already the number three wide receiver for Denver. I don't know what Denver's going to be. All right, very good. Casey is here. We are drafting this morning, but uh, we're also making an announcement this morning. And uh, I'd be fine to make the announcement by myself, but I feel like having this guy with us to make the announcement instead that makes a little bit more sense. We had to do this just a bit earlier here on GCR. Man, I'm so excited about this. As uh, you guys know, we've had the pleasure the last couple of years of getting to know our friend Tyus Bowser, and um, I, I, I cannot believe that he has agreed to come back and do this thing again. I cannot believe that he has decided to keep putting up with uh, me. And I get why he likes hanging out with Rita, but it blows my mind that he's doing it again. Tyus Bowser, it's great to see you, man. It is so good to catch up with you. Thanks for hopping on for a minute. I, I am so excited about this, dude. Oh, yeah, man. Season three, you know, a new year. Uh, I mean, I just love being with you guys, man, especially you, Glenn. Oh, you might, stop. You might think you don't get the love that I give to Rita, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I got I got the same amount of love for you, too. I know that's true, dude, and you know how much we love you, bro. Um, I, You know, I asked you this last year, but and I mean this. Um, a lot of times, you know, we, we've done a lot of shows over the years, and guys have just said, hey, this was fun. I'm glad I did it, but I'm good. And every time we talk about it, you're like, nah, I, I want to keep going. What What is it for you? Beyond, you know, we got a, a cool relationship, and I appreciate that, but that you want to be out uh, around town with people, hanging out, getting to know them. Why is this something that you want to come back and do again this season? I feel like there are so many different points that goes into the decision of doing it. Part of that is just getting the familiar, just getting used to, you know, being in different areas of the city. Uh, just find out, you know, a few good restaurants, bars, areas to, you know, chill at. Um, and of course, you know, just being around the fans, getting a chance to vibe with them. You know, I don't really get too much, you know, time to be around them. So to be able to be with them, you know, face-to-face, one-on-one, just getting to talk, take pictures, sign autographs. I love doing that. And then, of course, just the opportunity to, you know, work on a part of me that I don't really get to show people much. And that's kind of my personality, just me being able to talk and converse with people and, you know, just talk about life and football. I think those things matter to me, and I enjoy doing it. And just being a part of this for the past two years 
I mean, I would love every bit of it. I, I might start putting you in charge of like preparing segment ideas and stuff like that. It might be the year that we're ready to take the next step forward. You know, that might be a challenge, but you know, maybe maybe once or twice I, I'll be willing. <laughs> I love that. Uh, let me get the details out for everybody. Once again, the Tyus Bowser Show, it's a partnership of Pressbox and Great Eights Memorabilia. And we are launching next Tuesday night. Our first show, September 12th, will be at the Hamilton Sports Bar and Grill. It's always been great vibes over there. We're going to some of our favorite places this season. We already know we're going to Guilford Hall Brewery again, uh, which is such a cool place. Awesome space for the events. And we're going back to Mother's. We've got a lot of places lined up already. You can find out more by going to pressboxonline.com slash Bowser. I, I wonder, Tyus, like, what's been the feedback that you've gotten? Like, I I've had guys... I'll tell you the one that blew me away. I don't know if I told you this, but the the week that Marlon came out last year, he went out of his way to come back to me and say, dude, I had so much fun doing that. And, like, you know, we I think we can all say this with all the love in our hearts. Marlon's kind of a weirdo, right? Like, we all say that. We know what we're saying. And that kind of blew me away, right? What, what has been the feedback from your guys that you brought out? Like, have you found them saying, like, Dude, that was actually really cool. I didn't know what I was getting into, but I enjoyed doing that. Yeah. One of the things that, you know, when it comes to, you know, asking the guys to be able to be a part of the show is just having, you know, just a good vibe, just being able to feel comfortable and know that you're in a safe space to be able to be who you are. And, you know, people know me well enough. The guys know me well enough to know that I won't put them in those situations where, you know, something bad to happen or something is said and, you know, cause something bad to happen. So I have that trust within them. And then also kind of the, uh, the track record of guys that's came on there to where it's like, Oh, well, I mean, yeah, you know, the Calais came out. If you know, like Mark Andrews came out if Mark. So now the guy's like, Oh, well, I mean, I can be able to do this then. So I think that'll help me going into this year as far as trying to get a few, you know, the big name guys there. And just, of course, just like the atmosphere, people enjoy it. The guys said that they they loved it. They loved being around the fans and just being able to talk about normal stuff besides football is something that they enjoy. And then, of course, you know, they give you guys, you and Rita, a ton of credit for how professional you guys are and, you know, just making it so easy for them to just feel, you know, welcome and feel like themselves. So, I mean, not only, you know, with me, but you guys, too. That's, you know, a ton of credit goes to y'all. That's very sweet of you to say that, Ty. Look, I, it, for people that don't know the show, it, and what I appreciate, and, and the reason I think it's worked so well with us, is that we can talk about the football stuff. Like, you're not going to say, hey, I don't want to talk about it. Like, we can talk, when, you, when, 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 you're, when you're fighting with a, a Bengals player, you know, we, we can come on, we can talk about it. But that's not all we're going to do, and we're not – anybody that knows me knows that's not – I don't think people want to hear the other – I don't get – I don't know who that's for. So what I've loved is just opening up and, and telling stories and, and getting to know you and getting to know these guys more and just learning things about them that we never knew before. And, you know, like, dude, Marlon talking about, you know, Nick Saban last year was, like, one of my favorite things, just telling some stories. I love that part of it. Yeah, I mean, if you if you've been around Marlon, you know he don't really talk too much. He loves to talk, but mm -hmm. he doesn't talk as much. So, I mean, even me observing him at the show last year and just seeing how open, how free he was to just kind of just express himself, you could tell how comfortable he is, and you could see that part of him that maybe a lot of people, even myself, that you don't really see as much. So it was very gratifying 
to see that from him. And even from having, you know, guys like Calais, even Mark Andrews, who's yeah. a very quiet guy, you know, for you to, you know, bring about different conversation and questions. And, you know, we could talk about football, but there's like a different part of it that you kind of express to him to where it's not necessarily football, football yeah. to where it's like, yeah, I'm just not feeling like doing this today or talking about it. You know, small things that you can talk about and then continue to move on and continue to, you know, learn about, you know, him and just the game and just life in general. So. And we've created a, a great group of people that come out like to every show and have kind of become part of our core. And uh, our little buddy, Jameson, who I can't wait to see, who's already told us he's going to be out for the 12th. Like we've just got a great group of folks that have been out. And we'd love to have you be a part of that. And again, it starts up next Tuesday night when we'll be at the Hamilton Sports Bar and Grill. Um, all right, so let, let's get it out of the way so that we don't have to deal with it next week. I, I, I know you got to be bummed. I know it's got to be, you know, killing. We went through this last year, right? Like, I know it's got to be killing you. I, I, I don't know what we say other than um, we're hoping to see you back onto the field in a couple weeks, and that's what we need to say, right? It's... Yeah, that's it, man. That's it. We're going to make it. We're going to make it happen. We're going we're gonna to try to be back as soon as possible, but – I'm going to definitely be back on the field, so I'm looking forward to it. I, I know that's the truth. I saw you out there still before the uh, Commanders game, still throwing the football around with everybody. Um, are we still counting on that? Like next Sunday, you going to be able to be out there doing that? It's... Oh, yeah, most definitely. I'll definitely be out there. If I'm able to get on the field, I'm going to definitely be out there before the game throwing the ball with the fans. So yeah, we're going to make it happen. I love that, man. How I, I, you know, We saw the video. You guys got together for your team dinner last week. Did you know that Zay Flowers had that in that had that in him? Did you? How blown away were you? No, I think I think he had it in him. I mean, you could you could just tell by his personality, the way he carries himself, to where you know he keeps a good energy on him. It's not anything you know negative or sheltered. Like he just he just bees himself, and the fact of him being a rookie and being able to show that part of him. Uh, especially from a first round, you know, you always had this persona of different guys when it comes to, you know, status and who you are and things like that. But he, there's really none of that. And it's great to see. It's, it's, it's very satisfying to see a guy like that to be able to show himself and express himself in front of everybody and everybody enjoyed, everybody loved it. And you continue that good vibe, that good energy that we've already had in the, in the building. And you just carry it on, so uh, it was not. Nice. I'm glad you brought. A lot of people brought that up, Tyus. Like, I don't want to take anything away from like the relationships that you guys had the last couple seasons, but there was a lot of talk about like, man, the vibes around this group. It's hard to explain, and I don't know if it started around you know like Lamar getting the deal done, and then Odell coming in, and all of a sudden people are like, all right, let's go. Um, but can you put into words what what that's like and what the feeling has been like, and if it does feel a little bit different around this group? Uh, I can only say so much just because, you know, I've been in treatment, I've been doing rehab, so I'm not really out there with the guys on the field and things like that. But being in the locker room with these guys, you can just tell the energy is there. You could tell that there's a good vibe around everyone where it feels like a brotherhood. It feels like a family. And that's what you want from your team. You want to be able to trust the guy next to you. You want to be able to know that this guy has your back you know, when the back is against the wall and you need help. And to be able to feel that, to be able to, you know, be a part of that is very nice. And going into the season, you just feel so much comfort. You feel so confident in everyone to where you know it's going to be a good year. 
have you reached the point now in your career where like so Calais is gone, right? Like Justin Houston's gone. Do you have to kind of take over as like the wise sage in the locker room? Like, do you have to kind of take over as the guy that's been around for a little while and now you gotta be the one dishing out wisdom, things like that? It's... You know, I say what needs to be said, you know, <laughs> at specific times, but you know, I'm a laid back guy, you know, I'm quiet and you know, I stay to myself, but if something needs to be said, I'm going to make sure I say it. If anybody has questions, if anything need, if anybody has concerns, anything, you know, I'm always an open book. Anybody can come to me and talk to me about stuff. Uh, even our rookie guys in the, in the D line linebacker room, you know, I had, you know, a few rookies during the game, just asking, me, you know, mm -hmm. just what I look forward to into this season or, you know, how did you come about, you know, making it, you know, the last six years here and things like that. And I just give them insight. I give them all types of, you know, little tools and things needed to be able to be successful. So, like I said, I'm an open book for these guys. Anything they need help with or if I need to say something, like, I'll make it happen. I bring this up. I was talking to Kendall Fuller, who's a Baltimore guy, right? And he was like, and you guys about the same age. He was like, dude, I don't know what happened, but, like, all of a sudden the last year, I'm like, people are starting to treat me like I'm old. <laughs> like they're starting to, I'm starting to feel a little bit more of that where I'm like, I'm only 28. Like I'm not an old guy. Is there a point in your career where like you notice that like the pendulum swings and it's just like you were the young guy and all of a sudden like, no, I'm, I have, I am every ounce the veteran on this football team. Yes. I've, I've felt that a, a few times now. <laughs> I mean, even the young guys and they're like, yes, sir. No, sir. And I'm like, <laughs> This is crazy. I used to be that guy saying that the Suggs and you know, uh, you know, CJ Mosley and those guys who were you know seasoned veterans. So to be able to be around there for so long, people know that, people understand that, and you know they carry that respect for you, which I do appreciate. But uh, I definitely do feel like the vet. Yeah. Vet now, where, you know, you gotta you gotta raise your voice. You gotta be able to speak to the guys. But then also, like, you got that respect as well, not only from the players, but from the organization as well. When someone calls you Mr. Bowser, do you be like, no, 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 we're not doing that? Or do you actually kind of be like, yeah, yeah, we're going to roll with that. I'm going to I'm gonna roll with Mr. Bowser a little while. I'm, I'm going to roll with it just because, you know, I'm a <laughs> Southern guy. So most of the time when you you when you approach people like that, you know, yeah. of higher, whatever you want to call it, you know, people always come at you respectfully, you know, Mr. Bowser, sir, no, sir, things like that. It's kind of weird. Like I said, I'm only 28, so it's kind of weird for me to hear, but I'm I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I can respect that. Now, uh, let me go back to Zay for a second. Do you think we could institute a policy that, like, when rookies come out to do the show, we, we get them to perform when they come out? Like, do you think that's something that we could make fly moving forward? You know... I only want to make things comfortable for these guys. Like I want to, I want to keep the name good for what I have. So, I mean, if they want to, if do they that, want it, all right, we can do it. If they're down, if they're down, then I mean, let them do what they got to do. But if they, it just depends on their mood. If they just want to be in a chill mode. It's like let's just talk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And leave it as it is, or you know what? Like I can open up a little bit and. You know, it's all on them. They're the guests, so we want to make sure that, right. you know, they feel as comfortable as possible. All right. I would dig it, though. It'd be very cool if we could get one, just one, to agree to perform for us this season. I got to see. I got to see who, though. Yeah. We got to be rookies, but I'm trying to see which ones will actually be willing 
to make that happen. We'll see. Uh, we we got a whole season. We got a whole season to figure that out, which I'm looking forward to, man. What about uh, everything else? I, obviously, I know you know like the the rehab. It's been the the big part of it. But uh, what else you do? I know we we know you were an international traveler this summer. Yeah. How cool was yeah. that, man? That's a that was that was quite an experience. I can definitely say, and not only just traveling, going to you know different part of the world, but you know being around three guys that you never thought that you'll spend a month and a half with. So that was that was quite the experience as well. We're gonna talk a lot more about that. <laughs> We're gonna talk a lot more about. Hopefully I can bring, I can bring two of those guys. Yeah. To the- we could talk about it. I love that. Uh, and then uh, I got to, because I don't want to do it on the show. Mm-hmm. We had a fun moment that I just, I just want to see uh, if you've recovered from. On Mother's Day this year, we let mm-hmm. your mom call into the radio show. Yeah, I and remember I, that. I asked her if she had any embarrassing stories about you that she'd be willing to share. Do you remember what the phrase was that, that she said that you immediately had this? I, I heard the most audible mom in the background after she said, do you remember what it was? Oh, man. Oh, gosh. I don't remember. All right. Uh, I'm not going to. She she started by saying, well, Tyus was addicted to. She, oh yeah. yeah you remember what she said i know what you're talking about <laughs> um <laughs> did you have to have a conversation afterwards about like mom uh we got to work on phrasing a little bit uh, i mean she she's she's with the program you know <laughs> not that far away like she understands but yeah i have to let her know like hey we gotta you gotta say the full word right. basketball right. You know. We can't just say balls, you know. We can't, we can't do that because that's that's not the era that we in where you can stuff like that. I, I swear, Tyus, I don't even know how far sitting away you were, but you were you were the loudest voice. I was right next to her. Yeah, I was right next to her when she said that. I was like, "Yeah, come on, mom, you can't be." Smart. <laughs> it was so great, man. Uh, dude, I'm so excited. I I, I really do appreciate it. It's, it's awesome uh, this connection that that we've created over the years. I'm really glad it's going to continue. And as I said before, this is I've done a lot of these, none that have been as fun as this has been uh, these last couple of seasons, man. So I can't wait. Uh, get everybody get the pressboxonline.com/slash/bowser. Get all the info. First one next Tuesday night after the week one game. Next Tuesday night, September 12th, we'll be at the Hamilton Sports Bar and Grill. Tyus Bowser, I can't wait, man. So glad to have you back on board. Thanks for hopping on for a couple minutes. Yes, sir, absolutely. All starts one week from tonight. We will be at the Hamilton Sports Bar and Grill. Can't wait for it. And again, go to pressboxonline.com slash Bowser in order to get all of your information for the Tyus Bowser Show, which is back. Thank you to helpmygamblingproblem.org for making this possible. And, of course, thanks to our friends at Superbook Sports for making the Tyus Bowser show possible as well. We are back one week from tonight. We will be at the Hamilton Sports Bar and Grill. All right, the draft is over, Ken Zalis. It is. You're perusing. You're looking over. Yeah. I mean, it, it was a good draft. I mean, if you go by, you know, you look at week one and you, you say, okay, how many points are projected? I mean, everybody's within the – Everybody's really you're, you're, close. You're being political. Who who had the best draft and who had the worst draft? Um. So, 
you know, they gave the best draft grade to to John Proctor. Wow. Um, oh boy. But, oh boy. But but he's got a, a Cooper Cup issue um, right from the start, and he really doesn't have a replacement for Cooper Cup on his bench, so he may run into a a little bit of an issue there. Um, I thought uh, our own uh, John Coulson had a had a solid draft. Um, he's got a you know, especially if Hunt signed somewhere of significance. Mm-hmm. Um, took a little bit of risk there. He's got some moves that he can make off of his bench um, that can go. KO's team looks pretty strong to me. I love Jacobs Pierce um, at the running back position um, uh, with Kamara, you know, coming back after in week three or week four. So um, and he took a couple of late guys in Justin Ross and Sam Laporta that are favorites of mine. So, you know, just a couple of things that kind of, Kind of jumped out at me, um, you know. You know, Glenn, your team has some. Um, mm. You have some moves to make. You, I did, have you some didn't. Dra- to you make. didn't draft a kicker, well, I'm, so I'm adding a kicker. You right didn't. Now. You didn't do I'm that. I'm adding so, my kicker at the moment. You know, when your kicker gets added, um, you know, you know, it, it it'll like your team a little bit a little bit better. Um, I think your team. It's the best. Just go ahead and say it. it's the. It's I think the your te- best. I think your team has the biggest risk reward in fantasy mm. this year, which mm-hmm. is Jonathan Taylor. If yeah. Jonathan Taylor comes back after a couple weeks and is the Jonathan Taylor that we've come to know, um, that's a steal even where you got him in something like the eighth round, something mm-hmm. like that, and it gives you you know, a, a, a tremendous advantage over some people. Um you know, there's some things that are kind of funky. You know, you have to – you right now have two tight ends in your starting yes, lineup. Yes, I do. Jeremy Kahn yes, has two tight ends in his starting lineup, mm. um, you know, right now. And, you know, um, but it, it's going to be an interesting league because, uh, you know, with the three flexes, there what, are so what, many. What about the guy who's not playing? What are we doing about that? He'll play. <laughs> you better talk to him. He'll play. He's got to pay his twenty bucks too. I mean, I mean, he changed his name already to AFC Richmond. I mean, come did on. Did he really? Yeah. All right, then he's playing. There's no choice. We're not letting him out of that. I am so sick of him. What are we doing about Steck? I we mean, gotta, he's trying to quit everything, right? We got to get him back. We got to really deal with whether or not there's an issue going on there. At some point, we need to sit I down. Play, I play in week one. Like we're the him. we're the only friends he has. I'm pretty sure. So we need to sit down and have an intervention with him at some point. I can't believe you said this guy had the best draft. That actually hurts me to my core. That you said that. John Proctor, did you hear what he just said? Oh, I heard it. Yeah. John, Pro- John Proctor actually took his pants off immediately after he said that. What did you like about your draft, Proctor? Um, I did not like uh, Dobbins being scooped up right before I was about to take him by KZ. If so you had let me I, know. That wasn't great. But um, I like I like Cup falling to the second. That was nice of you guys. No, see, you're I not. Think, why are you not worried about Cooper Cup's injury? I think they'll probably rest him and then bring him back healthy. So and you, then I'll have a a top five pick in the second round. It'll be fine. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. I think I think your team stinks. Honestly, if I'm just looking at it objectively, fair. objectively, I think it's terrible. Uh, Ken mm-hmm. Walker. I mean, what is that guy? That guy's terrible. Uh, Christian Watson, who I actually have to start in another league that Proctor and I are in because I didn't go running uh, wide receivers early at all. So that's where we are. Yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. You should be ashamed of yourself. You're in love with Travis Kelsey in the first round. I can confirm two drafts consecutively. 
that Proctor has gone Kelsey very early in the draft in the top six picks. It's uncharacteristic for me, but uh, I figured if I'm doing it, I'm just all in this year. Just committing. So. You're, this is commit to the bit situation yeah. at this point. That's I, it. Yeah, and just... if it sucks, then I'll never do it again. All right. Well, um, yeah, I need you to. Uh, I need you to not be good because we have stakes now. So I need you to stink in both this league, and so I am rooting drastically against. I hope Travis Kelsey gets hurt tomorrow. Frankly, is the way that I feel no, about I've it. Well, that's, yeah. Yeah. Not, not I've, I've come in second place in this league. I think three times. So I'm trying to win it one. The idea, though, is that that's going to be something that matters moving forward because we actually want people to try in this league. I always try. I try in every league. You and Proctor, apparently. The list of people who tried in this league. Anything you do, you have to try. All right. uh, You put together some sort of uh, funky uh, thing. Tell me about the quiz this week. Uh, It's it's just a Jeopardy format, so we have two – Two rounds and then a final. Nothing what, too crazy. There's a chance. KZ, when he heard that you were doing this, was like, I, I don't know anything about anything. I don't. And so, it's sports. Well, well, yeah, yeah, it's I'm not, not, I'm not uh, really good at we'll sports. See, we'll see how that goes. Uh, John Proctor, I think please. you might be all right. I didn't get the, we didn't get to play trivia last night, so I'm looking forward to this. I get to uh, test myself a little bit. John Proctor Quiz is brought to you by the print issue of Pressbox, which is available for free at your neighborhood Royal Farms, any of the hundreds of locations around town where you find Pressbox, or read it all at PressBoxOnline.com. Great cover story from Bo Smolka about uh, the future of the Ravens with Lamar Jackson now safely under contract. Go pick it up right now. All right, uh, so what are the categories? All right, so for the Jeopardy round... The categories yeah, are. Thank you. Yeah. Haze now. Haze. You're an all star. Oh, uh-huh. you son of a bitch. Oh. Get your game on. Oh. And get paid. Oh, all right, hang on. Haze now. So. You're an all star. Yep. Get your game on. Game on. And get paid. Of course, uh, the. Uh, yep. Uh, a friend of the program, Steve Harwell, passed away yesterday. The uh, singer of the band Smash Mouth uh, is no longer with us. Uh, and, of course, as those of you remember, uh, we made a – I don't even remember what the, what, what the penalty was for, but we made the penalty that one of us would have to attend the entirety of a Smash Mouth concert. Which, as everyone knows – look, we can say nice things about Steve Harwell, but what we're not going to do is rewrite the history of Smash Mouth. An abomination of music an absolute musical abomination smash mouth was and so i lost whatever this contest was and i had to go to the smash mouth show and i looked around and there were so many people that were non-ironically at this concert that were there having the time of their life listening to this abomination of music and i did some live videos about it and i made fun of it and then the smash mouth twitter account found out what we were doing and then they started – one of my comments was, I, um, oh, my God, there's so many people dancing along with Smash Mouth. And they tweeted back, like, so were you. We saw you, G. And I was like, oh, you sons of bitches. <laughs> and so we had a back and forth for a little while with Smash Mouth. I don't know if Steve Harwell was running the account or not, but um, safe home Steve Harwell, who seemed, other than that incident with the bread out in uh, whatever that event was in Colorado – who seemed like a fun guy. I actually have some people that in my life that knew Steve Harwell and said he was a really good guy, but uh, safe home to him. And Proctor, no, this has haunted me now 
Everywhere we've gone, they have haunted me with Smash Mouth music, and so that is the reason for the theme. Uh, is it uh, two, four, six, eight, ten? What is the number? It's uh, there's one hundred, two hundred, three hundred for each one, and okay. there is one double Jeopardy in there. One double Jeopardy in there. All right, very yeah. good. Uh, Ken, you can pick the first. Uh, where do you want to go first? Uh, let's go Hayes now for two hundred. Oh, and so I'm guessing, I, I'm guessing Ken just gets the the, the first opportunity. We're not buzzing in. Or do you want us to uh, Yeah, it's just like Jeopardy. Ken will get the first chance, and then you can steal it if he gets it wrong. Okay, all right. Well, that's not like Jeopardy, but I get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah, right. we, don't have, we don't have the buzzers. That's, that's yeah. like Jeopardy. No, he je- picks they, the they, category. They, they buzz in in Jeopardy, and somebody gets to answer yeah. who buzzes in first. That's how yeah, Jeopardy. Well, because I'll tell you about Jeopardy. We don't have buzzers. Yes, I understand. Yeah. All right, very good. All right. Okay, so Ken, for 200 this Hall of Famer was drafted by the Dallas Cowboys in the 1964 NFL Draft and the Denver Broncos in the 1964 AFL Draft. He chose Dallas. Oh, God. Oh. Roger Starbuck. I don't know. You know, you don't, if you don't know, you don't have to answer. Because What's the difference? I think you lose points. <laughs> yeah, you'll, lose, you'll get negative points for incorrect answers. Okay, I don't know. Okay. okay. Right. Glenn, you can steal. Well, I assume that would be who is Bob Hayes. Bob Hayes is correct. Yeah. I assume. I don't. Did you pick up on what the category? Did yes. you pick up on the? Okay. All right. Very good. Yeah. Uh, All right. I, so I, now it's to Glenn. I'll go Hayes now for one hundred. Uh, this is the university that current Baltimore Oriole Austin Hayes attended in Florida. <laughs> I, um. Well, I know a bunch of other guys that went to this one, but I don't. Son of a bitch! This was the one hundred question. Um, yeah, well, it's about an, an Oriole. He's a local yeah, guy. Yeah, but we don't always. I don't know if you know this. We don't really pay attention to college baseball. All right, I'll, okay. I. What is Jacksonville? Jacksonville University oh, is thank correct. God. Oh, wow. thank God! I can't believe you got that. Well, a lot of like it's like a weird it's bit like, where yeah, there's like a is, whole there's a whole thing. Bunch of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, back to Ken. Um, you're an all-star for 100. For 100, this pair have been announced as returning coaches in the NFL Pro Bowl game. How is that the 100 question? What? Um, this pair have been announced as returning coaches for the NFL Pro Bowl games in Orlando this coming February. It's the Pro Bowl. I have no earthly idea. (laughs) Who is Peyton and Eli Manning? Correct. Yeah, it's the only pair I could think of that would make sense. Didn't know they were the yeah. coaches well, I, last I year. I did not know that, but it's the only pair that would make sense. So, <sighs> yeah, I mean that it's a Pro Bowl question, so I figured that was all right. That was easy enough. Uh, all right. Who uh, you're, If that's the one hundred, I don't think we're getting anything else in this category. Yeah. Uh, you're an all star for two. Well, this is the uh, double Jeopardy. Oh, I'm going true daily double, 100. So, percent Yeah, true daily double, Four, 400, 400 points. Yeah. Uh, this player was the first ever rookie All Star in MLB history in 1936. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I, I, if I get any question right in this entire this thing, this is insane. The first ever rookie All Star in 1936. First uh, ever. In 36, who is? Lou Gehrig. Oh, I'm sorry. You're back to zero points. Yeah, that's fine. Correct response, Jolton Joe DiMaggio. Ah, here he's no, good. Close. Yeah, close. it was the same you're team. In the, you're in the uh, right ballpark. I had the right idea. I had the right idea. All right. Uh, All right. Go ahead, Ken. 
This is going to be a bloodbath. Okay. What uh, a bloodbath. Haysdale for, Haysdale for 300. What, let's just... This Connecticut Sun player who won two national championships with the UConn uh, has, did win two national championships this with is the UConn in should... 2009 and 2010. Who is Hayes? Hey! Very nice. I need done. a first name for this round. Hey. I need a first name. Who is... I actually can't believe you're not getting I thought this would be one that you would get. I am so... Haven't you established over the years... Well, you don't do ba- names well, but how Hayes bad is not I a am. hard name to pronounce. How, I feel how, like you well, should Well, I said Hayes. To, I got it right. Yeah. Uh, who is Joe Hayes? Incorrect, sir. I, I Glenn, you I, can steal? I, I know I know it, but I don't know it. I'll pass. It is. Tiffany Hayes. Tiffany Hayes. I do know that. I do know that. Son of a bitch. All right. Uh, me. All right. Let's just go ahead and get Back over with. All-star for three. And we're ne- neither one of us are good. Uh, this Calgary Flames forward was the 2023 NHL All-Star Game MVP. What was, the, what was the question? Calgary Flames forward was the 2023 All-Star Game MVP. What what do the Flames play? Uh, I the only the only Calgary Flames player I can name who is Matthew Kachuk. Um, sorry, it was Alex oh he's not Kachuk. oh he's not that's oh uh, no wait maybe it was maybe it wasn't I wrote the wrong name I'll double check but you think you got that one right? Okay, I thought I actually don't know if there's another like I'm pretty sure there there is but he plays for Ontario I think so I might have accidentally written his brother's name. But All right. I'll double check it and tell you in a second. All right. I also, actually, Griff, Griff, yeah, find, yeah. tell Hold Griff on. to look up who the this all-star high, game MVP high, was. High, high drama in this moment. High drama. Yeah. Well, we're gonna give it back to uh, KZ while I'm checking. Get paid for one. <laughs> this is all going right. well. This <laughs> is going so well. Uh, for one on get paid recently signing an extension. This tight end is the highest paid at the position by annual salary. Hawkins. It is Matthew to by the way. It is. Yes. Hawkins. It is Hawkinson. Oh, I got one right. All right. Congratulations on the board. That's the 100. Uh, get paid for two. The all ATP all time career prize money leaders for males are Djokovic, Nadal, Federer, and then this man. All-time prize money. Who is Andy Murray? Correct. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I get he didn't win as much as other guys did, but the era yeah. is the yeah, difference. I mean, so I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, All right, p- back to get paid three. Back to Casey. Get, get paid three. These siblings are both top ten in career F one racing <sighs> winning. The some European Russian name ah, guys. Yes. Ooh, Fitzgerald. You pronounce it. I think I can't give it to you. Fitzgeralds. Incorrect, sir. Uh, who are the Schumachers? It is the Schumachers. Hell yeah! Wow. I, it's the only brothers I know, so that's why I don't know if they were good or not. I'd uh, like I'd like to request no hockey. <laughs> um, or racing questions, yeah. as they're not real yeah. sports. I, there will not be any more racing questions. Your Actually, turn. maybe no. You no might, might want to go with the three hundred version and get your game on because there's a little separation there. Get your game on for one. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> All right, Kobe Bryant is the second highest single game points leader in NBA history, behind only this player. 
I mean, single game? Single game. Um, what? Not, oh, God. It oh, is no. It's not I Walt. I was very concerned for you for it's a It's most certainly there. not Walt. But single it is, game? It's Wilt. Wilt, sorry. Yeah, Wilt. so I... <laughs> Walt Timberlake. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Okay, you know what I meant. I do know what you meant, <laughs> Walt Chamberlain. And if it, if the circumstances Chamberlain. if the circumstances were different, I would demand I that be an incorrect I answer. I have given. Yeah. I would give you any name whatsoever. Right, get your game on for two. Oh, Walt. All right, get your Walt game on Walt for Chamberlain. two. <laughs> Lionel Messi. Luis Adriano, and most recently this man, have all scored five goals in a single Champions League game, tied for the record. <laughs> Pass. Uh, KZ, you can steal if you want for 200. Hovland? Uh, yeah, I'm going to give you that one. Holland. Erling Holland. 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 Yeah, yeah, not, a, Victor Hovland, of course, is a golfer. No, he knew who I meant. Yeah, I know, but it's not really how Jeopardy works. <laughs> I spelled it right. We got Walt and Hovland. <laughs> I mean, and Ken's all of a sudden right back in the game. He hasn't gotten anything right. right yet. He hasn't gotten one question actually right, oh. and he's right back in the game. Oh my god! <laughs> Go ahead, all last right. one. So this one goes to Glenn then. For no, it first, goes to Ken. Uh, it goes oh, no. oh, oh, no. to right, right. This pro golfer holds the U.S. Open record for lowest score for seventy-two holes with two hundred and sixty-eight. Tiger Woods. Uh, back to negative for you. Uh, not uh, negative, but he's down to 100. Oh, no, that takes him to negative 200 again. What? I, I thought he just got 300 to bring him up to 400. I don't care. Uh, minus right. three, minus three. Oh, whatever. One, uh, who, three. Who is, yep. who is Rory McIlroy, right? It is Rory McIlroy. I do remember this. Because Shane McMahon yeah. was there watching, and everybody was making a big deal about it. We've now it. had a golf. Uh, what a we also, right. what uh, we also uh, have is you're not, you're not even qualified for Final Jeopardy. I've already won. <laughs> Glenn has 1100, and Ken has minus 200, but we have double Jeopardy. Oh, oh God, God. Really? This is questionable. Two, All right, we got to Two, move. four, and 600. Right. Oh, goody. I can speed it up. Right. Your categories here walking. On the Suns. Oh, God, really? <laughs> 25 years ago. <laughs> and then spoke out, broke out. Yeah, all right. All right, I'll give you, all you right. know what? I don't like giving you credit. I'm, I am allergic to giving you credit, but well done. Well done. All right, all right. Ken, you got to get out of the hole. Okay. Uh, walk in for two. Walk in for two. This Padre is the current MLB leader in bases on balls for the 2023 season. Soto. It is Soto. 200 points. Back to zero. Well done. Back to zero. Ooh, goody. Uh, I'll go the Suns for 200. Suns for 200. This Suns guard recently teased a signature Nike shoe. I genuinely don't know that. Who is Booker? It is Booker. Man, it was only yesterday. So it, was, it, was, it was either him or Beal. Like, yeah. It was one of the two. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, KZ. Uh, walk in for four. All right, this is a daily double. Since you have zero, you can. I'd like to double that. To a, <laughs> you can go up to a thousand since you have zero. Oh, but if he goes to negative a thousand, it's over. He's so, not getting uh, out of that hole. I'll just go four. Okay. 
All right, four. Okay, here we go. This young Mariners pitcher leads the league in walks per nine inning pitched. Just one of these two guys, I'm assuming. I, I, I neither name comes to me right now. Um, and the name that comes to me doesn't pitch for them. So well, that would, that would, be, that would be, be bad. Good, that would yeah, not I be a good. Guess that if that I would not be. I, I don't have an answer. You got to guess a name though. I would just throw out any random last name and see if you stumble into it. Wilkins. Wilkins. <laughs> Who is Dominique Wilkins? Wilkins. You sure it's not Wilkins? No. Um, nope. All right. I can't. I can't get it right. Wait. I can't steal. But yeah. is it? You can't steal on it, the doubles. No. Is it Kirby? It is Kirby. Ah, damn it. George Kirby. Damn it. Mm. All right. Suns for 400. Sorry, what was it? Suns for 400. Suns for four. Only Devin Booker and this Hall of Famer have over 1,000 three-pointers for the Suns. Who is Steve Nash? Correct. All right. Uh, You go ahead, KZ. Oh, let's do walk-in for 600. It's going well for you. You Why not? Commit to the bit. All right. This player holds the record for most career walk-off home runs with 13. MLB. Huh. Huh. Say it again. Most career walk-off home runs with 13. MLB record. Bonds. Oh, no. I was going to say, if you don't know, you probably shouldn't guess. I don't care. <laughs> oh, boy. Glenn, you're trying to steal? Well, my guess was going to be Bonds, so I, I'm not going to I'm going to choose not. Well, I have to guess. Do you want me uh, to just coward. to make things more All interesting? Right. You want me to do make things more interesting? Yes. No. Um, do it. Who is Hank Aaron? No. Minus 600 for you as well. Uh, Jim Tomey. Ah, Jim hmm. Thome. All right. Old Jim Thome. Yeah. Very good. Uh, Sons, of course, for 600. Uh, with 122 games more than the next closest, this 1975-76 Rookie of the Year has the most career games as a Phoenix Sun. Oh, I'm between two guys. But, hell, I'm up by a lot. Who is Alvin Adams? It is Alvin Adams. Yeah! On the plus side, I've never heard right. of Alvin Adams. So we're Adams good. Is, no. He was the 1975-1976 Rookie of the Year. He probably played the most career games for the Suns. I'm surprised you didn't know those things. I'm surprised. Since Proctor <laughs> just said it, surprised you didn't know that. No idea who he is. All right, you got 25 years ago or spoke out, broke out, KZ. 600, 25 years ago. Why not? Let's see how. I like how do you know 1998? Not well. Oh, good. <laughs> Victory Gallup upset this horse's bid at a Triple Crown just, win just in 1998. On. Just move on. So oh, it wasn't. Hang on, it wasn't. If, just, it, if just, it wasn't just. that guy, uh, who is Funny Side? Ooh, Glenn losing six hundred. Uh, it was real quiet. Real quiet. Oh my God, I was almost. Well, I was gonna say Smarty Jones, but Smarty Jones was like two thousand, so I think. Yeah. 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 Yep. Mm. All right, to Glenn. Uh, let's go twenty-five years ago for four. Uh, this then WAC team and favorite team of my cousin Vinny. Lost to Kentucky uh, in an NCAA uh, Men's Basketball uh, Championship. Well done. What is Utah? That is correct. Yeah. Uh, back to KZ. What's left? Uh, 25 years for 20- two. Both of these teams were added to the 1998 MLB expansion. 
or added to the MLB in the 1998 expansion. You really should give this. Well, Blue Jays. Oh, no. Oh, no? no. Oh, I, I, oh, no. Mariners. I don't know. Oh, God. Nailed it. Uh, <laughs> winners of the 1992 out. World Series came into the league in 1998. <laughs> yeah, who are the Diamondbacks and the Rays? That is correct. <laughs> I believe you kept me All here right. just for this. Because <laughs> I was ready to walk out. I'll go spoke out, broke out for two. Okay, this is the year that Kaepernick and Eric Reed of the 49ers first knelt during the national anthem. Uh, what is uh, what is 2019? Incorrect. Oh, damn it. Hold on. Um, first, yeah. hold on, hold on a second. Yeah, I did know that. So, 23... Mm-hmm. Oh, he's taking his shoes off. This is uncomfortable for everybody. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, right. Too much math being done here. I was to understand. 17. Oh, close. It was 2016. Wow, I didn't think it was that far back. I screwed that up. All right. Okay. Yeah, feels feels a lot closer, but. All right. So, All right. Uh, so go ahead, KZ. Four or six. Don't worry. You can't get back to zero. So no matter what you do, it's not going to matter. There's a Technically, good. he can. Oh. Oh, six. Uh, that wasn't the way to go, but here <laughs> we go. After injuries and poor play held him to 53, 500, I'm sorry, 535 passing yards and six touchdowns in 2010, this player broke out for 5,038 yards and 41 touchdowns the following year. How many touchdowns? 41 and 5,000 yards. I have no idea. Uh, Dante Culpepper. In, in 2010. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. 2010. No idea. 2010, you say? So, 2010, he had the six touchdowns. 2011, right. he had 41. Had 41 after he stunk in 2010. Stunk. Yeah, bad play and injuries. Just it had to be hurt. and injuries. But that wasn't the year that Tom Brady got hurt. I want to guess because I want to, you know, make this more interesting. It's not any more interesting. Do it. I have negative. Who is... Game's over. God, who would have stunk that year? That's going to drive me nuts. I don't know. Who is... Who is... Bad playing injuries? Who is... Yep. Uh, who is Warner? I'm sorry. It was Matthew Stafford. Uh, okay. Hmm. All right. Yeah, we could have been here all day. And go ahead. All right. And then who whose is this? Because it's, it's the other mine. daily double. It's mine. Yeah. Okay. And go ahead. Make a true so you daily have double. Right. Right. This this means. All right. True daily Actually, double. Actually, you know what? I should make it eight ninety nine. Yeah, eight ninety nine. Eight ninety nine is what I'm wagering. One of the two athletes who raised a gloved fist on the winner's podium for the 200-meter race in the 1968 Olympics. Dr. John Carlos. It, that is correct. Yeah. So you get another 899. Yeah. The other, Tommy, any idea who Tommy, the other one was? Tommy Smith, right? Tommy Smith, that's yeah. correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know that one. So, I know that's thing. the only one I knew. Oh, you didn't know John Carlos? No, but I knew Tommy Smith. Uh, Dr. John Carlos is an amazing person. All right, cool. 
Glenn has seventeen ninety nine. Well, Ken's probably Glenn close. Has minus eight hundred. Minus eight hundred. Oh, that's it. I thought it was much worse. I than thought that. it was much yeah. worse. I thought it was way worse than that. Okay, I'd like to. Yeah. Rager zero. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I'll let you wager up to five hundred, so you have a chance of catching Glenn. Glenn can wager. I would have to go into here. the negatives then in order to do that. <laughs> I don't think I have a yeah. chance. I've answered like three questions right on. I'm going to wager seventeen ninety nine, and I win. All right. <laughs> That's how this works. What? Just do the question. Right. I won. All right. Uh, the final, the subject is Astros Lounge. And here is your question. 60 seconds. Name as many of the top six Houston Astros in the history of the franchise with the top war wins above replacement as you dare. Oh, I get it, because you can wager up to. I see now. I, I understand right. things. Um, yeah, it's so the the regular Proctor final, so you I, can you can lose up. multiple. Um Oh man. You know what? I'm gonna go for it. Why not? Why not? Um Forty seconds left. Oh boy. Oh boy. You gave up after a few? I wrote, my, I wrote my four. You wrote four? Yeah. Okay, then I'll write four as well. And we'll see. We'll just see how it goes. Probably the same one. Might be. Might very well be. All right, we're done. We're done. All right. We're done. We'll yes. start with Ken. Uh, do you want all four? Yeah, go ahead. Right, right yeah, on. give me all four. Altuve, Biggio, Bagwell, Bregman. Hmm. I went Altuve, Biggio, Bagwell, Verlander. Hmm. So there's an opportunity Ooh. there. And Ken's last one was Bregman? Yes, Alex Bregman. Okay. Uh, you both got three right. So okay. they are number one, Jeff Bagwell. That makes sense. Uh, 79.9 war. Craig Biggio, number two, sixty-five point four. Number three, Jose Cruz, fifty-one point four. Oh yeah. Number, okay. Number four, Caesar Cedeno. Oh god, I always forget Caesar Cedeno. That comes up regularly yes. in tidbits. Number five, Jose Altuve. Yeah. And number six, Lance Berkman, forty-eight point one. Noted good guy, Lance Berkman. That's excellent. Yeah. Well, e- excellent. I am. Just reporting the stats. So I won a a billion to zero or something like that? Yeah, I think he, uh, let's see, he would have gotten plus 15. You would have been in the positive given the charity points, Ken. Congratulations, Ken. Glenn smoked you. Yeah, well, well, how do you feel about yourself? I feel great. Yeah, do you? I do. And I'm going to smoke you in fantasy football this year. I'm going to do both of them. You're not. Yeah, right? I'm going to take your money. There we go. Uh, Right. I'm pretty sure the league has already granted me the title, so you guys yeah, can right. the John Pro- for a second, The John Proctor on Twitter is how you follow him. And uh, where will they find you playing twi- uh, 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 tri- trivia? Easy for me to say. Uh, Ocean Pride over in Timonium on Wednesday nights. Uh, so come see me. Come see me uh, this Wednesday. Play some trivia. All right. Very good. Go join him there. Thank you, John. I appreciate it. Thanks, Solid John. Yeah, right. Appreciate it, guys. Appreciate it, John. Not, not, <laughs> Not your, fault. John. not your fault Ken doesn't know anything. Not your fault at all. No. There was no. a golf, uh, yeah, horse that, racing. That quiz was more about, was more about Glenn than Ken. Yeah, right. Go, after, golf, after, horse after racing, and hockey. See, see you, buddy. After Ken. And the Phoenix Suns. Went well. Went well.
Went well. The went Phoenix well. Suns. That went really well for me, the, the Suns category. Couldn't have gone better. After Ken told Couldn't John that he had the better. best draft in the, in the I whole know. Game. That's right. Yeah, they did that to you. You know. All right, pal. Uh, fan, okay, man. Fantasy pros? At Fantasy Pros. Just go there. Read stuff about Just them. go there, he says. Just go there. Read, read stuff. My ra- week one rankings are up. They're not final until Thursday morning, but my initial thoughts are up. At Fans Fantasy on Twitter is how you follow him. By the way, no one had a better week than four and three this week in picks. Griffin mm. and, and Andrew Stetka. Andrew Stetka. Both went four and three. <laughs> What'd I go? I have no idea. Uh, Casey, you went. You're, you're at the bottom. Two and five. Yeah. I, I you know who else went two and five? You. Old GC went two and five. Yeah, I did. I knew I did have a good week. Yeah. yeah how's, the, how's, how, how's the weather down there, guys? Yeah. I was three <laughs> and oh the first you're, week. You're so a game ahead of me. Yeah, I don't even know what the yeah, state is. You're, you're tied with him. You're tied with Ken. Who's leading? Uh, Andrew Stecka is leading picks. Good. Now he has to play fantasy football. Shut sure. up, Stecka. <laughs> Stecka is 6-4. <six laughs> and four. Then you, Griffin, and Paul Valley, who knows nothing about college football, are 5-5. Five and five. Good. Uh, Luckily, we get to start picking things that my, I know even less about. Myself, John Proctor, Nick Kelly, and Kyle Ottenheimer, all two games back at 4-6. and six. So eight of us are all bunched together. Good. Right? And, and then a game behind that, you find John Keller, John and Little Rock. And then somehow. Oh, my God. One and nine. The new Andrew Stecka. <laughs> now playing the role of Andrew Stecka, we find Ryan Chell. Oh. One and nine. For what it's worth, he did pick Tennessee, so we had that going for him. And he knows, he knows his restaurants. Yeah, he does know restaurants. That is true. One and nine through two weeks of picks. Ryan Shell. All right, buddy. Love you. Uh, we'll talk to you on Thursday. We'll talk to you Thursday. All right, yes. That's yeah. Kenzie. Yeah. Uh, Kenzie. On the record, I'm Ken's drinking Allen. all the primetime Kool-Aid. I oh, yeah. really, I mean, Griffin's you know, so proud I really won't be this. surprised if Colorado He's so wins proud of this game. For this so one. I'm getting so 20 and a half. You won't Clearly, this is the moment that everything turns for you. Wasn't yeah. surprised. The moment that everything turns for you is the fact that you picked Colorado. All right. Did you bet it? Uh no I was okay so you get nothing uh, I was not absolutely nothing. nothing I was not in a nothing. state where it was where I was allowed to and I didn't oh, put it ahead, in ahead of time you were well, you should have Mar- thought of that no, you were in Maryland when, when you said, said it know, that's a great point yes yeah. you could have gone to superbook.com like you know what you could have done you could have put in two hundred fifty dollars and you would have made a boatload of money yeah. if you had picked them to win yeah. outright would you have not and yeah. you still would have gotten two hundred fifty dollars worth of free bets. If you would just use the code Glenn Clark twenty three, my picks this week. Bet you feel stupid about not no, doing no, that. No, just do it again. Yeah, it goes to show you know nothing. Glenn Clark twenty three is the code. Superbook.com. All right, thank you, Ken. Love thank you, buddy. you. Love okay. you, buddy. I don't feel like I had anything dramatic to say about the Orioles today. Is the funny part? Like, um, I like the fact that they won. I'm worried about the pitching. Yeah, I don't know what. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Everybody was going overboard about the Jorge Lopez thing. Like. I- this proves what a coup it was. Right. No, like they, they did a good job getting Yanir Cano in the Jorge Lopez trade. Getting him back at a point at which nobody wanted him doesn't prove anything. But they did do a good job of getting something for Jorge Lopez when they made the trade. Nothing changed because they reacquired Jorge Lopez, who would not be eligible for a playoff roster even if he proves to be helpful mm-hmm. down the stretch, which is a bummer. Like It's a bummer that somebody could pitch really well for the next couple of weeks, and then you'd have to leave him off the playoff roster. It's a shame that's the way that it works, but... Um, the rules are the rules, and I don't blame the Orioles for taking a stab at him anyway because they had success. Yeah, maybe there's a chance that just reuniting here will be a good thing for him, and we'll get him going. But I, it doesn't. I'm not hot and bothered by it by any stretch of the imagination. Should we stay worked up about the Jack Flaherty thing? Uh, oh yeah, his attitude coming off the mat. I'm like, no, we could be should be worked up about the fact that Jack Flaherty stunk. Right. We should be worked up about that. 
I mean, I, obviously, he wasn't given a favor by the horrendous. I lost my mind about that, too. Just horrendous. Uh, the, it's not the just baseline. that the call is bad. And it, it's been a problem that has existed forever. We have always had problems with the rules about the baselines in baseball. At some point, ba- baseball needed to do something. Needed to come up with actual base paths. Do something because it's it's insanity. Who was it from the in like a the Yankees or Gar- somebody recently slid three feet off of third base to try to take out a third baseman? And I don't remember who it was. It involved the Yankees. Either they were the the one doing the sliding, or they were slid at. I can we have the internet. We can come up with this. Uh, Yankees slide third base. And um. Everything's back in April, so that was something related to Aaron Judge. Uh, slide at third base. Let me see if that comes up this. with it. It was recent. Um, okay, and I'm not getting it, so I don't know. I don't know. We'll find it. We'll find it at some point. Um, moral of the story being, this can't. It can't just be that we accept this. Either you have to actually draw base paths on the diamond somehow. Or you have to tell if the umpires they have to enforce the rules at some point. This is absurd. It's utter absurdity. And making it worse, it's much like what I t- when I talk about what happened at the end of that NFC Championship game, the Saints-Rams game, that the NFL was so worked up about that they tried to create some cockamamie new rule in order to fix it, then a year in realized they didn't like it and just gave up. Just said... We'll never be able to fix it so that if something that egregious were to occur again this year in the NFC Championship game, the exact same result would occur. We'd shrug. We'd say, eh, sorry, missed it. And history would repeat itself. It's embarrassing that in this high level of sports, there is no thought to, hey, we've got to be able to fix these egregious errors. When they're egregious, we got to do something about them. It can't just be that everyone with a brain can see that there is a base runner who is three feet into the infield grass, but we can only go to replay and look at whether or not he was tagged. We have no ability to go to replay and say, that guy was three feet in the infield grass. He's out. Because the rules say it's a judgment call, you can't review it. It's absurd. And every sport, every sport needs to have the ability to say, if the entire world can see how terribly wrong something is, we've got to be able to have a mechanism by which we can fix it. The answer can't just be, well, sorry, there's nothing we can do. It's embarrassing. It's always embarrassing. It continues to be embarrassing. And that was embarrassing on Sunday. But it doesn't forgive Jack Flaherty who's just not been good enough. There's no way around it. And right now, if I was trying to build a postseason pitching staff, at the moment, neither Flaherty nor Gibson would be part of it. Now, I get it. I require John Means to be back and be able to start, and that's that's still asking for an awful lot. But that's where I am. Like, those two guys have to earn their way onto a playoff rotation at this point maybe onto the playoff roster at this point. Mm -hmm. They do not just get to say, well, they're veterans, so they get a 
they have to earn their way. Or you have to have no other choices. Like if John Means literally can't do it or one of these other dudes' arms falls off between now and then. But at the moment, to me, neither one of them has earned their way onto a playoff rotation. Just it's the reality of the circumstances. Yeah. But I like that the Orioles are winning. Yes. I like that. I, I believe I did find it from Three 2014. Is that sound right? No. No. Oh, that's not your tone. No. The Orioles, it was like an Orioles. No. The Orioles no, were not no, involved. No. It was something recent. Oh, at third it was like base. this year. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, it involved right. the Yankees. But I don't remember what it was, and I can't find it, so whatever. It's what it is. All right, when we come back in. Uh, tidbit tubular, and we wrap up the show by chatting with um, Damascus's own Brian Brzee, Saints rookie. That's next. It's Glenn Clark Radio. Visit Harford County this fall. Celebrate Arts Across Harford September 15th through the 30th with dance, theater, music, and visual arts. September 29th through October 1st is the largest Italian festival in Maryland, featuring entertainment, cooking demonstrations, a bocce tournament, and family fun. If you're headed to the Maryland Five Star, stay and play in Harford County. While you're there, enjoy the scenic views atop the king and queen seats and experience pumpkin patches, corn mazes, and fall brews along their Harford Life Trail. For more info, head to visit Harford.com. Maryland open. Join Pressbox's fantasy football expert Joe Serpico and the rest of our Glenn Clark Radio gang at Sports and Social inside Live Casino Maryland, Thursday, September 7th, for the pro football season opener between Detroit and Kansas City. We will be there 7 p.m. where Joe Serpico will help you nail this fantasy football season. Just come by and Joe will consult you on your lineup, who to sit, who to start, who to target for in a trade, and who to pick up off waivers. Plus, we'll try to help you win some money as we watch the game. So join us for the season opener, improve your fantasy team, and have a great time at Live Casino and Hotels, Sports and Social. Soak up summertime fun in Charm City. Enjoy only in Baltimore festivals, mouth-watering eats, and endless entertainment. Cheer on the O's at Camden Yards. Pick crabs by the waterfront. Beat the heat inside a world-class museum and make memories that will last a lifetime. Go to Baltimore.org for more information and to plan your visit. Why bet with the big boys this football season? Instead, try your hand with the local book, Superbook Sports, this fall. Superbook Sports is the book next door. Just a dedicated team of the best odds makers in Las Vegas, making sure you get the best prices and parlays anywhere. And now, Superbook will give you a bonus of up to $250 when you sign up and wager on the same day and use the promo code GlennClark23, G-L-E-N-N-C-L-A-R-K-2-3. So bet with the best. And use the promo code GlennClark23 this football season with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Maryland drivers, did you know you can save up to 77% on tolls with an Easy Pass Maryland discount plan? That's right, 77%. It's never been easier. Pick the plan that's right for you at DriveEZMD.com. We'll keep you moving. What's up, everyone? It's Tyus Bowser, and I've had so much fun hanging out with Rita and putting up with Glenn the last couple years that I've decided to do it again. Season three of the Ties Bowser Show is happening this year as we'll be all over town, giving you the chance to get to know me and some of my teammates. As we talk football, life in general, and just say what needs to be said, you can find out more about the show by going to pressboxonline.com slash Bowser. If you don't live in the area, you can watch the shows live on Facebook and YouTube. And if you miss one, you can listen Friday nights at 105.7 The Fan. So we'll see you all season long for the Ties Bowser Show. A partnership, a press box, and great ace memorabilia. Gambling problem? Visit helpmygamblingproblem.org. The next Tyus Bowser show is Tuesday, September 12th at the Hamilton Sports Bar and Grill, 5506 Harford Road. It's brought to you by Superbook Sports. It's a Maryland thing you wouldn't understand. 
Where the waves meet the shore, you will find Dorchester County. Hi, this is Jimmy Charles. When I think of Maryland, I think Dorchester County on the eastern shore where it's open for making memories. Dorchester County, it's a Maryland thing. For more info, visit www.visitdorchester.org. It's a Maryland Picking a restaurant to try for the first time? Let's look at the Costas Inn. Here's a few checklist items. Quality of the food, check. Quality of service, check. Does restaurant have plenty of free parking? Check. And finally, does restaurant have delicious steamed crabs, crab cakes, crab soup, and specials galore? Check, check, check. Costas Inn, 4100 North Point Boulevard. They check all the boxes. Make the most out of every day in your Toyota RAV4. Available in hybrid or gas-only models. A RAV4 can get you where you want to go in style. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new RAV4s from your local Toyota dealer today. Check out PressBoxOnline.com every day to find daily winners and betting advice from Jeremy Kahn. And if you want some advice about life decisions that you probably shouldn't make, here's Glenn Clark. All right, back in here on GCR as we are winding down for a Tuesday edition of the program. Um, I'm trying to think of there's stuff that it didn't we didn't talk about when we did our picks recap. Maryland just sort of – I had a couple people mention to me that they thought that was like Michael Oxley being nice to Towson where he just very early got his guys out of the game. Maybe, like maybe. But I would also suggest that like the way that their offensive line played in the first half, I, I don't feel good. That part of that might just be that they didn't want to have – Talia Tungavalo out there against anybody. If they were playing Morgan, who, by the way, got a great win to open the season down at Richmond. Congratulations to Morgan. That was an awesome performance. Um, I, I don't know if they were playing anybody, even if he had no personal connection to it. If they were playing Delaware, if they were playing Stevenson, I, I don't know. that The way the offensive line was playing in the first half, I, I don't know. Now, the schedule continues to be favorable for Maryland the next couple of weeks, so you hope that they have time for the offensive line to gel together, but it, the only thing to me that was worth taking from Maryland Towson was concern about Maryland's offensive line, which I think we all had knowing how many new pieces were coming in, but sheesh, um, that was that was tough. But it's um, what it is. They play Charlotte now in week two uh, at home on Saturday night. Uh, Eric DaCosta did the press conference on Friday while we were gone. He talked about J.K. Dobbins, said we want him here, he wants to be here. None of that means anything to me because there's all numbers. J.K. Dobbins doesn't want to be here at the number the Ravens would probably be willing. The point that has been made to me by a couple people, when I have brought up the fact that the Ravens just might say, come hell or high water, we'll we'll never pay a running back because we paid our quarterback, the response that I always get from people over there is that's very un-Ravens-like. The Ravens, traditionally, when a young player succeeds that they drafted and developed, they want to keep him around. There are always instances of guys that got... Matt Judon, of course, got away. Bart Scott got away. Like There are always examples of guys that just decided they thought they could break the bank if they got the free agency, and so they did, and the Ravens weren't going to break the bank over them. And to mixed results, right? Like... Bart Scott was an effective player in New York, but by passing on Bart Scott, the Ravens were able to keep around Ray Lewis, and in the next few years, Ray Lewis was more impactful than Bart Scott was still. 
at that point. Even when Bart Scott was at his most impactful and Ray Lewis was on the downside of his career, Ray Lewis was still arguably the better football player of the two, so it worked out. The Judon thing obviously has not worked out for the Ravens. That's been very bad. He has been wildly productive, and they have been badly lacking in that area. So it's 50-50 when they've made, you know, there's only two decisions that I pointed out over the years. They made other decisions, other young players who have gotten away over the years. But overwhelmingly, they do, when a player succeeds, try to keep him around. But I just think this circumstance is so unique that I don't know. But I don't know on both ends. Like, I don't know that it's good for J.K. Dobbins to go out to the free agent market because I don't know that anyone is spending money on a running back. I don't know if the Ravens will be in a spot where they don't want to tag J.K. Dobbins because they'd rather tag Justin Matabike to keep him around if he has a big season. So everybody's going to continue to say the right things, and I appreciate that because they got football games to play starting on Sunday, and all I care about is that they play well and J.K. Dobbins looks good. But it is file it away. It will continue to be. It's not as fascinating as Lamar Jackson because it won't be national news. But to me, it's actually a little bit more interesting than Lamar Jackson because Lamar Jackson was very simple. They always wanted to pay the guy. They just wanted to pay him at their number and not his. This, to me, has more layers to it. I think they might want to pay the guy, maybe, but they also really might not want to pay the guy. They might be waiting to see if he has an explosive year, but even if he has an explosive year, I I think there's way more layers to the J.K. Dobbins conversation as the year plays out than there were even with the Lamar Jackson conversation. And then was there something else on the weekend? Uh, Griffin's hot and bothered about Colorado. We don't yeah. – here's what – Colorado's going to be entertaining because those two cats can play. Shadur Sanders and Travis Hunter can play. I don't know how good – I I do think that part of the story is that TCU is not very good, right? I think yeah. that's part of the conversation. But – I think Colorado will be interesting, and particularly considering the Pac-12 is not very... Like, I think right now, if you're saying, well, that'll be one of the three games they win. No, no, no. I think they can be competitive. I don't think they can beat USC, but I think they can be competitive and interesting for long enough that because Deion Sanders is interesting, there's going to be a lot of Colorado conversation this year. And, like, if they win enough games, I do think that Travis Hunter could end up finding his way, just because it's so fascinating what he's doing that he could make a compelling Heisman argument if... Caleb Williams or Sam Hartman or Drake May, Drake yes. May or yeah. insert name here doesn't run away with the Heisman Trophy this year. I do think there will be room there for someone to make the argument. Obviously, uh, the, the Florida State thing was kind of eye-opening. They looked really good in the second half on Sunday night, like really good. I didn't see that coming. Like I thought they would be good, but I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. Um, Clemson's, oh, holy my God. I mean, they look abysmal. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Just really, really, it's such a bummer for Dabo Sweeney to, to be pants like that. Now, I, it's tough because I can't ever feel good for Duke. Right. Like, exactly. I can't, but, like, you know, there is there is some enjoyment in seeing Dabo Sweeney get his pants pulled down. Like, F that guy. Um, I think that was it from college football week run, right? There was anything yeah, else? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that was pretty much it. it was a North Carolina, weekend, back yeah. to, you know, they looked, they looked as expected. I mean, so, I was obviously... It was it was shaping up to be a good week for the ACC, and then I get it. Duke Duke's an ACC team too, but they're not going to be a national power, and so Clemson losing it was really bad for the ACC because they're clearly not going to be significant. Well, Florida State, I guess. I don't yeah, know. but yeah. I said Florida. The Florida well, yeah. State North Carolina results were really. It started off very good for the ACC, and well, then might not need Clemson. Maybe maybe that's if Florida State's <laughs> that good, you might be right about that. 
I feel like there was something. I already covered the Penn State thing earlier this year. I mean, God, God. Just, Utah beat Florida on Thursday night. That was the Yeah, first we weren't game. here for that. Yeah, yeah I mean, we, I think we knew that Florida wasn't going to be very good. Yeah. And Utah surprisingly got better production from the two quarterbacks that they played than I think we expected them to. Like, they that two-quarterback system actually looked pretty good <laughs> for them. Um, I'm not trying to diminish, diminish Cam Rising, who we know is a nice player, but dude, those two guys look pretty good without him on the field. All right, uh, very good. Let's get a tidbit. Tidbit is brought to you today by Superbook Sports. Right now, uh, the U.S. Open quarterfinals are getting underway. Francis TFO playing Ben Shelton later tonight. You want to bet those? What I'd encourage you to do is get over to Superbook. Use the code GlennClark23, G-L-E-N-N-C-L-A-R-K-23, GlennClark23. Use that code. Make a deposit up to $250. Make that first day bet up to $250, and you will be matched, win or lose, with free bets from Superbook. So you win a bunch of money. If you had been like Griffin, if you had bet on Colorado, which he didn't do because he's apparently doesn't have the testicles he wants us to believe that he has. No, I, I do. I trust uh, me. Did not bet Colorado. If he had, he would have made a lot of money on that bet, and he would have had $250 worth of free bets coming his way. Superbook.com. Download the Superbook at, again, the code GlennClark23. Uh, we just mentioned Clemson. They passed for 209 yards last night and rushed for 213 yards as they lost to Duke 28-7. to uh, seven. It was an abomination. Entering the game when Clemson had 200 and 200 through, through the air and, and, through the, on, and on the ground, they were 58-0 and 0 under Dabo Sweeney. Uh, when rushing for and passing for at least 200 yards each, now they are 58 and one after, after that loss. Julio, Julio Rodriguez has created the list in MLB history f- for players with uh, 25 home runs and 25 stolen bases in his first two seasons. No one has ever done that. Mm. Julio has now done it How about in his that? first two career seasons. Uh, since we were talking F1, Max Verstappen became the first driver in F1 history to win 10 consecutive races <laughs> sure. on Sunday morning. Sure, just crazy. Cool. Uh, and then Shohei Otani, uh, he became the eighth player in Major League Baseball history with multiple seasons of 40 home runs and 20 stolen bases. Can you name the other seven to do this? 40 home runs and 20 stolen bases, so the 40-20 club. The 40-20 club. Um, 40 and 20. Bonds? Barry Bonds did it three times. 20 is not that many. That's why I'll... Uh, Canseco. Jose Canseco also did it three times. One player did it four times. One player did it four times. Um, Willie Mays? Not Willie Mays. He only did it once. How about... How about... A-Rod. A-Rod has done it four times, the 40-20 club. So you got the top four there. Griffey? Uh, yes, Griffey did it twice. Tatis. Uh, Tatis only did it once. Bum. Yeah. What year did he do it? Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron did it twice. Acuna? Uh, Acuna's only done it once, I guess. He's no good. Yeah. That guy this, stinks. This season, I guess, is the only. Because I guess time. it's. Yeah. yeah, I guess he wasn't. 40 home, 40 or, home runs is a yeah. lot. Uh, or he will do it. Yeah, this he season. already. Yeah, he's not at forty yet. So okay, so he'll he he'll yeah. join he this it, list. He did it. He did it. He did it once though. Uh, I forget what season that was. Um, 
All right, we gotta get something. We wanna you wanna help lead uh, me. Uh, he was uh he was an answer on one of uh Proctor's uh, um, the 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 final Jeopardy. It's not uh, Bagwell. Jeff Bagwell. I don't remember Bagwell still on twenty bases. It's definitely not Biggio because he didn't have forty he home runs. It is Bagwell. He did it multiple times. And then this uh, Toronto Blue Jay. Later, I guess Altuve. Dodger. Altuve would have been a good guess too. Honestly, yeah, not Altuve. But not, 40, not 40 home runs. Yeah. Is not, he not hit forty home runs. Uh, you said Dodger. Yes, do, uh, he was a Blue Jay then Dodger. Blue Jay then Dodger. Blue Jay then Dodger. Hey. <laughs> um. I wouldn't. I hope that's not on Immaculate Grid today. Mm. Delgado never played for the Dodgers. No. Hi, I'm. I'm yeah, I'm, I'm looking for more hints. I mean, he's a very non. It was Sean Green. Oh, Sean Green. Sure. Yeah. The only thing I remember about Sean Green is he didn't play on one of the Jewish holidays, and it became like some story really? back in 2001. Um, I don't remember which one's the. What's the. Day of Atonement. I uh, guess. Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur. He yes, did, I don't he think did Optimus play. games on Yom Kippur when the team was literally in the playoff the race. Only thing I remember about Sean Green from his career. That's quite impressive, actually, yeah. that he did that. Good for him. All right, very good, <laughs> very very good. Tubular is brought to you today by your local Toyota dealer and by Toyota.com. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a range of models and trim lines, so you can choose the perfect Tacoma to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. Um, Dean Kramer tonight on the mound for the Birds against Reed Detmers and the Angels, 930 on Madison 2. You can also see it on MLB Network in the Philadelphia or San Diego markets. Uh, Loyola Soccer at home against NJIT, 7 o'clock on ESPN+. And the U.S. Open quarterfinals underway on ESPN right now. Big one. And Coco Goff already has an early break over Elena Ostapenko in the first set, who, of course, knocked out Iga Sviantec. Mm. This was supposed to be the big Goff-Sviantec showdown. And so some people in the tennis world are a little bit concerned that maybe we're looking too far ahead with Coco Golf and Ostapenko could end up stunning her, but a great start for Coco Golf, who has a lot, a huge spotlight on her now with Iga Sviantec out of the U.S. Open to maybe this be the final, finally be the time that she breaks through. Sabalenka is the favorite at the moment and will be the new number one player in the world moving forward, but great opportunity for Coco Golf and a Sabalenka Golf final would be very, very fun. Um, TFO, as I mentioned, in action tonight against Ben Shelton. Now they're American in the quarterfinals. TFO looking to make it to the semifinals for the second straight year, um, which has gone a wild. He has not had a difficult path this year. He has had a very easy path. Ben Shelton, a nice young American player who made a good run at the Australian Open earlier in the year. That's tonight, uh, second in the night session on Arthur Ashe, so probably around 8.15. Uh, the rest of the baseball find at glennclarkradio.com, CBS Sports Network for New York Liberty, Dallas Wings at 8, Mystics Mercury at 10. It's also on NBC Sports Washington, NBA TV, Chicago Sky, Indiana Fever at 7. USA for W. I guess if you want to watch baseball before the Orioles tonight, Mets Nationals at 7 on Mass and Cubs Giants at 7.40 on TB at TBS. Phillies Padres 9.30 on MLB Network. Chicago Sky, Indiana Fever 7 on NBA TV. The USA Network for WWE, NXT at 8, non-sports. Uh, it is the Hard Knocks season finale, the last episode featuring the New York Jets. So that's where it'd be okay. great if, you know, since the Orioles don't play until 9.45. All right, it, started but it, it doesn't eight, start until... It doesn't start until 10. Yep, not going to help. Uh, uh, Star Wars Ahsoka, new episode of that on Disney+, Plus, of course, at 9 o'clock. New episode of Only Murders on Hulu. Prime Video has a docuseries called One Shot Overtime Elite. It follows uh, some of the elite league players, including Amen and Osor Thompson, who were lottery picks. Okay. Um, so that might be interesting. Who knows? And then season four of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake oh, City. Oh, can't miss that. Bravo. 
that seems like a weird location for that show, but whatever. Who do, why, why would I care? All right, very good. Thanks today to um, KZ and Joe Serpico and Proctor, and thanks also to Tyus and to Brian Brzee, who's about to join us. We'll get all of it up in the greatest hits section of the... Oh, my God, it's so good. ...tab at glennclarkradio.com. So tomorrow... I know Drew Forrester will join, will join us. Long way. <sighs> Stuff and things. Thanks to everybody at PressBox, all of our great sponsors and partners, including Visit Baltimore, Live Casino and Hotel, Maryland Five Star, Glory Days Grill... Dorchester County, the Bowie Bay Sox, Royal Farms, Costas Inn, Superbook, Baltimore Orioles, Birdland Sports, Easy Pass, MD, Harford County, your local Toyota dealer, buyatoyota.com. Don't forget, we will be hanging out sports and social on Thursday night. Joe Serpico giving you personalized fantasy football consultation. Uh, and We'll just be hanging out, giving away great prizes, and watching the football opener. Looking forward to that. Thanks to Griffin at Griffin underscore Bass. Follow us, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Glenn Clark Radio. Have a great Tuesday evening. Go Birds. We wrap up today's show. Another one of the uh, local products is getting ready for the start of the NFL season. Brian Brzee from Damascus right here on GCR. We've been catching up with a lot of folks from this area who are getting ready for the start of the NFL season. And our next guest, man, I I got to see him when I was calling the uh, state championship games years ago. He was a beast at Damascus, and now he's getting ready for his rookie season after he was a first-round pick of the New Orleans Saints. He is Brian Brzee, and he's with us now here on GCR. Brian, it's Glenn back in Baltimore. It's great to chat, man. Thank you for taking the time for us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Hey, man. I really, I, I don't even know where to begin. Where, where in the world does your freakish athleticism come from, man? Like every time I watch you, you are just doing things that a man your size, I feel like, shouldn't be capable of doing. I think that's a big argument in my house, whether it comes from my mom or my dad. Um, they both played played college sports so i think um i think i I, they definitely rubbed off on me a little bit i mean like when did you know when in your life did you like wake up and like bro i'm a little bit different than everybody else um i don't know if i realized it for a while um i think my parents and and coaches kind of always knew just from from playing youth ball and thank you sorry about that you're good um Give me one second. Yeah, all okay. right, Brian. Brian warned us before the interview started. He's like, "Hey, man, I'm I'm trying to get some drive through. I'm trying to. What? By the way, what what is the drive through? What did you pick up today? That's the important question. <laughs> we just we're right across from the facility at Cane Deer. So okay, so you all right? How many chicken tenders makes a meal for a man the size of Brian Brzee? Oh, whatever. Thank you. Whatever the uh, whatever the candy I combo six. I think I think that's the tender. The tender number, no coleslaw, and extra piece of bread. <laughs> I, I, you know, the only the only surprising part about that is that you don't need like two combos in order to <laughs> make it work. Um, no, go ahead. You were telling me about how everybody else started recognizing it. Yeah, I think uh, you know from when I was in youth ball, I was I was always a lot taller than than everybody, but always had to make weight uh, while playing, you know, in in uh, little league. So was super skinny. Played quarterback in, in D tackle and. I think, you know, as as time went on, my, my dad and coaches kind of started to see a difference in me than anybody else, just um, just bigger, stronger, faster than, than a lot of other people. Um, so I would say I would say pretty early on, probably late elementary school going into middle school. You started to realize, like, yeah, I'm a, I'm, I'm, I might have something here. Uh, you, you, you mentioned your parents, both athletes, your father, a football player, yep. your mom, a basketball player. W- what was yep. that like for you? Did you, like, always know – that you wanted to be an athlete? Like, is it everything that you remember that you wanted to get in? And, and particularly playing football 
and kind of fathering in your following in your father's footsteps. What was that like growing up, kind of being in his shadow? Yeah, I mean, I I started playing football really early on. I started playing when I was like I think four or five. Started playing tackle football. So, I mean, back then, you know, not 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 a ton of memories, but as time went on, I was always. I mean, me and my group of friends like. We're always just in every sport. We're playing basketball, baseball, football, wrestling. We're just doing everything. So, um, yeah, it was always was always in season, and that's just kind of what I love to do. And, um, you know, with football, my dad uh, was able to help me early on and, and kind of teach me the fundamentals um, of the game that, that uh, you know, I think a lot of people at my age probably didn't know uh, at the time. So He is Damascus's own Brian Brzee is getting ready for his rookie season with the Saints. He's with us here on GCR. Um, Brian, I think a lot of people are familiar with uh, a lot of the things that you have been through to get you to this path. And I, I don't want to trivialize any of them, but certainly um, losing your sister. Can you put into words you know, how difficult it's been for you and how important it is for you as you do this, that like you're living your dream, but you want to honor her and, and knowing how much she would have loved to have been part of this. Is it possible to describe that? Um, you know, I think it's definitely, uh, difficult. Um, you know, Ella was always my, my biggest fan and, and biggest supporter, regardless of what she was going through. And, uh, you know, I know she'd be super proud of, of where I am now and, and, you know, kind of what's, what's happened over the last few months. So, um, just continuing to play for her and, and in her honor is, is a big deal for me. I feel like, you know, there's a lot of people that like getting to the NFL, like, you know, facing adversity on a field and, and maybe not having everything go your way. Like, you know, let's be honest, right? Like a guy, a guy like you, everywhere you've been, you've kind of been the big dog. And I think that might be difficult for a lot of people. But given some of the adversity that you've already faced in your life, do you find yourself saying, hey, adjusting to the NFL is nothing given what I have been through over these last few years? Um, You know, I think I think. They're, they, I mean, I think it's, it's different challenges, um, you know, but even from when I was early on in Clemson, just getting getting to school there and it being such a change of, of pace for me on the football field with from high school to, to college definitely helped me prepare for this for this step from from college to the NFL. So um, I would say that was probably the biggest help for me in that in that, you know, case. Has it hit you yet? Like, you know, playing in the preseason, being around the facility, getting to know these guys like has it has this hit you that you are accomplishing this dream that you are an NFL player yet? Yeah, I mean, I think still, uh, regardless of, you know, the, being able to play in the preseason and making the 53-man roster, just continuing to, to just keep grinding every day is kind of, you know, not just, you know, being like, oh, I'm here, you know, complacent. It's just continuing to, to attack it every day and doing things that uh, got me here, um, you know, so I'm able to stay in and, and you know, play play very well, so. You're not the first from Damascus, obviously. Like we know, just most recently, Jake Funk, who uh, was a Super Bowl champion, great dude, seven touchdown man himself. Um, yeah. but, but you're still in a small group, right? Like, what does it mean to you? To I, I still feel like it's a big deal when a public school kid has finds the type of success that you have found. What does it mean to you to still be in such a small fraternity and to represent that place the way that you are? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think it's 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 pretty special. Like you said, uh, not a ton of have come out of Damascus and and made it to the NFL, and um, you know, just just I, I think especially for the guys coming through there now, and and no, you don't have to go to you know a powerhouse private school program coming out of out of middle school. You know, you can do it from anywhere. If you can play, people are going to find you, and and um, you know, you can you can you can do whatever you want. So. 
Oh, no doubt, man. And you are proving that for sure. Uh, Brian Brzee, just another minute or two with him here on GCR as he's getting ready for his rookie season with the Saints. Uh, Brian, uh, settling in in New Orleans, what, what's the experience been like for you? Uh, it's a pretty cool place to be, man. <laughs> like, I, It's one of my favorite cities in America. What's it been like for you settling in down that way? Yeah, I mean, it's uh it's it's like a it's almost like a different world down here, you know. It's um it's a lot different than Maryland, but it's been it's been great. You know, the people down here have been amazing. Um, you know, the team, every everything's been awesome uh down here. It's it's definitely a, a little bit different than than being in Maryland, but it's um yeah, it's been awesome. No, you know, have you had a moment like have you been able to go out and enjoy like any of the culture or is it just like there's not even been a minute for you to do anything other than worry about getting ready for a football season? Yeah, we've been pretty busy, uh, you know, rolling through camp. But, um, you know, they took they took the rookies out one day and, and kind of brought us around the city and, and showed us some of the history and, and, and the culture of the city that, you know, we all got to go out and experience and enjoy. So that was pretty cool. That's Hopefully, really cool. you know, have some, some more time to continue to do that. Yeah, I imagine. That'll be coming in the coming years. And, and then for you, the, the expectations that come along, like the words first-round pick and – you know, the, the reputation that you've garnered over these last few years, is there any burden that comes with that? Is you like, you know that everybody believes that from day one, you're supposed to be the greatest football player that ever played. Is there any burden that comes along with that as you start this season? No, I mean, I think you just kind of can, can control what you can control and, uh, you know, go out there and, and put your best foot forward and, and just work hard. So, I mean, um, you know, that's, that's all you can do. I, I, look, I, obviously, you've done a heck of a job of that to this point. All right, uh, give me give me the person that like maybe people don't know along your path uh, from growing up in in Montgomery County at Damascus. Someone who you feel like maybe you'd you'd like people to know is more responsible, or at least partly has some has something to do with why it is that you have reached this point in your life. Yeah, I would say um, a guy named Patrick Reeves. Um, I started training with him when I was a freshman in high school, uh, just weightlifting. And, you know, we started in a, a little, like, I don't a tiny little closet with, with just one rack in it and some dumbbells. And, hmm. um, you know, he's now started his own gym and, and has a, a ton of people that go through him. But he's been um, – he, he was a huge help to me uh, when I first started, just, uh, you know, just staying on top of me and, and keeping me um, in there working every day. He was, he was, he was awesome for that, so – That'll, that'll be my little plug for PR strength. Awesome. Awesome. That's great <laughs> stuff. Uh, Brian, so happy for you. I know everything gets underway this Sunday, and I, I can only imagine how excited you are. Appreciate you spending the time with us. And just, you know, on behalf of everybody back this way, continued thoughts for you and your family. Um, I, I can only imagine how emotional it's going to be walking out there uh, and thinking about Ella. But uh, we're always thinking about you and your family and appreciate you taking the time for us. Thank you very much.